3: Robo! Do the robot dance!
0: Watch and learn, young man.
3: You rock, Robo!
0: Hello and welcome to Core. This is Core, the final episode of 2023, and we are doing our giant roundup of our favorite games, of the year, plus a bunch of other categories. Don't worry, this won't be full of commercials and otherwise boring like the Game Awards. This is Core. It's the Core Awards! <laughs> we don't bore also, people. it's
2: not like the recap on every other website that's too early, and then when you go to look it up for your actual on-time show, they've removed it from the website already. I've noticed that. Why does that... Why? Why aren't we... All of this
0: actually should either be the week of New Year's or just after. Instead, everybody's doing it like at December 15th and on, and I don't get it. Whatever. Okay. You got to do it fast so that people get your eyeballs or you get people eyeballs and then, you know, they then, get, the get, get you into yeah. get, get your people
1: eyeballs people.
0: Yeah. Eyeballs. I want your eyeballs. Uh, we're here to talk about all that. It's me, Scott Johnson, Bo Schwartz, John Jagger, and uh, lots to go through, lots to do. Uh, I would like to say this, though, if you're not currently a patron of the show or if you don't come early for the stream, we just had a really lively discussion of one of the weirdest movies uh, I've seen in a very long time. That's your that's your tease. So join up today, become a patron, or just show up really early for the show, and you'll you'll hear these kinds of conversations that we have, and I think you might enjoy them. All right.
2: And what about our bonus shows? Where we're at on them?
0: Uh, bo- uh But oh, I think it is your turn. It's Bo turn. Bo, you ready bo for the big for uh, The big January? January? January. January? Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Because remember, there's bonus episodes we do that you miss out on.
0: Yeah, you'll never hear them. They never go anywhere okay. publicly. <laughs> you'll never yeah Never. but if you Never. sign up, if you sign up you can go back and listen to all the ones you missed.
2: you get all the past ones, yeah, yeah. that's so right that's one way to to get them yeah,
0: and they're very good, so I highly recommend that. All right, there's not a ton more to say because we just have to get going with our with our core best of stuff for this year. and we've done some I don't know pretty unique uh, structuring this time around, I think uh, cr- big credit to John for for kind of our final form here. Um, turns out I think this is real good. Uh, what we've done now you at home will have to be the judge and we're we welcome your judgment all right lay it on us here we go all right we're going to start with uh a group category okay these are we're not getting quite to the thing and yeah some of you are like we already know what their favorite game is this is a waste of time no 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 it's the journey don't worry about the end Yeah.
1: It's all about the journey.
0: It's all about the journey today. And we're starting with this group category, Most Anticipated Games of 2024. Just a handful, three, four games each. Nothing crazy. Uh, I'll start. I am most forward. Most forward? I am most forward and looking forward Mm -hmm. to Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. That's my third most Do you most want to
1: explain that one at all? Do you want to talk about it? Because that game has had a lot of bad press. It has. But you now have it as one of your most anticipated games
0: of Here, 2020. Here's what changed. So, um, well, a couple of things happened. One, I'll talk about it later, but one of the Batman Arkham games I never played but thought I did, you can probably guess which one. I played the first one, beat it twice. I played the third one, beat it once. I never played City. I thought I did. I didn't. I don't know why. Don't know why. Just never got around to it. Just assumed I did. That's a game you'd think you would have played during its heyday. And this is like end of 360 cycle. Like, you know, this wasn't even a a PS4 or Xbox One era game. And I somehow missed it. But it's often thought of, I think John's even said it on here, there's the best one. Like the one.
1: No, I haven't. I like them in descending order.
0: Oh, you I like think, one, two, three. I think three. 1
1: is the best. I think 2 is the second best, and I think 3 is the best. I talked best. to someone who loves 2, and the I can't remember who best. it was.
0: But I, I don't disagree there's with that. There's
1: a lot to like about those games. I just think Asylum was the best. I think it peaked.
0: I'm going to say two, one, three. That's how I'll go. But anyway, mm. uh, so far, because I'm playing it now. It's a whole thing. I'll talk about that later. Uh, but there's that's part of it. Part of my anticipation is, ooh, Rocksteady. They haven't had a game since since uh, Arkham Knight, which was 2015. It has been some time. This is their next big game. But then all your John right, all the weird press about it and everything made me think twice and go, well, I don't know what's going on here and their reliance on microtransactions, all that stuff. It's easy to get real cynical and, and just assume it's going to be crap. Um, what turned me around was a, them delaying it, taking a bunch of that stuff out and listening to the community, which I think they have to, if they want this thing to sell well. And two, I talked to two people at least, yeah, it was two, who played this recent uh, closed beta that they had. And they came back with the most glowing discussion around that game. And they were like, this is going to be rad. People have no idea. The They're, they're a big deal dev- developer for a reason. They know what they're doing. And this game was awesome and I can't wait for it to come out. So that's why my renewed interest is still only third on my list of anticipated, but it's on there. All right. okay. So that's my reasoning. Does that make, yeah. do you, are you satisfied with my, my reasons?
1: Yeah, I think, he, yeah, I think it's a good reason.
0: All right. I appreciate and, that. Number two is going to be surprising to people. Shapes with a Z. S H A P E Z two. There's already a shapes one, which I played the hell out of when it came out. I played it a bunch since and recently played it again because it showed up on mobile and tablets. Uh, so it was a great way to take it with me. um, It's one of my favorite automation games, and I think the reason I like it is because it is all about – it's less focused on, uh uh-oh, you're out of resources, and more focused on the resources are infinite. The the game is about how do I best get stuff from place A to to point B in the most efficient way possible and deliver what needs to be delivered to get to the next level – like, it focuses on the the part of, of automation that I like the most, which is not combat, not defense. Not, I hate all that shit. Like, the new the new um, uh, Dyson Sphere update with the mm-hmm. defense combat stuff does not really interest me. I mean, I'm going to mess with it, but I don't care about you, that.
2: Oh, I can play it. You can just turn it off.
0: Yeah, you just shut it off, which I will probably do. I want to see yeah. it. I want to experience. You can make it.
2: resources infinite, and you can turn off the combat if you don't like it. And I did a bit of the combat; and it's nothing. I didn't know you could it's make infinite. That, I thought you could just go really just that, high. It's just that yeah, you can make the resource nodes infinite, so I always do that. And then um, I leave leaving the combat on, but uh, so far it's been really easy. Like it's just it's just another resource spend that you have to maintain. Mm. It's not really fighting, but. But I've only done a little bit of it. So if you don't like it, you can turn it off. Just good news on that. Okay. But anyway, Shapes is just – they're not even thinking about it. It sounds like it's yeah, just they don't, purely a it's, puzzle game.
0: Exactly. And if you lose stuff, it's okay because the goal is – its I wouldn't call it a puzzle game because it's not. But the goal is to try to route everything to this this main core thing. Well, an middle.
2: engineering puzzle game, I guess. Like its It's like how do you manufacture these items into this? Other byproduct than that is used in another, you know, it's like production chain, yeah, factory floor stuff. Yeah, you know?
0: exactly that. And and that focus turns out as a real dopamine generator for me in my head. Um, for whatever reason, It looks cool.
2: I wish I wish listed it before you even brought it up last week because it looked cool. I never played the first one, but I'm like, the conveyor belts look like Dyson conveyor belts. I'm like, I'll probably like this. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, the stuff. So the I actually st- bought the first game because you were talking about it, and I was looking to finalize my big steam purchase of the Winter sale and I was like, what's this shapes game? Looks cool. And so I haven't played it yet, but I did pick it up.
0: Yeah, and it's all of twenty or no, two dollars and ninety nine cents right now. It's just stupid yeah. cheap.
2: Music the first one though, really real graphical jump from one and two. Oh say. absolutely. Yeah. They're both written in
0: Unity, funny enough, but this second one they've gone full three D.
2: Oh no, um, sorry. Shapes
0: development. Right? Well, oh, they're fine now. They they backed off on all that shit. So everybody I talked to in Unity Development is like, yeah, we're fine now. It was just dumb. And now we don't have to worry about it because they fired that guy. (laughs) Um, I hope they're right. Oh, good. Good. I hope hope they're right. Uh, Right. But anyway, this looks like a real jump in terms of, uh, you know, obviously into the third dimension, but also it just looks like there's a lot more going on. They retained what made the first one special, though, which is paint mixing and shape building and and all this sort of stuff. And I'm very excited about this game. I kind of be out of my mind excited because I love that first game. So yeah. this is. So, this I is
2: mean, it knocked game. off a number of contenders I would have thought would have been made the, made the top three. So it must be pretty good. Yeah. 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 So
0: big anticipation there. Um, the first game's worth getting, though, too, everybody. And you're going to be, you know, it's going to be a while till this comes out. So grab Shapes while it's only three bucks. Uh, what else? Oh, and number one for me, Space Marine 2.
1: I think we all know why on that one.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> your
1: other two definitely needed a bit of explanation, yeah. but yeah. kind of a no brainer on Space Marine, too. Yeah, yeah
2: regular listeners are going to know we've been talking about that game a lot, even though it hasn't been released. So,
0: yeah, we're waiting. It's been delayed twice or something, um, which just makes me want it all the more. And I'm excited that they're polishing it. And I love all things 40K. This this is one of my favorite all time games. The original was I loved that game so much. This looks crazy and amazing, and I can't wait for it. So yeah, forty k, forty k life will continue in twenty twenty four.
2: Although hey, the original, what do you think in yeah. five or ten years we're going to feel about forty k the same way you feel about Marvel right now? Oh my gosh, I hope. There's TV I mean, shows everywhere and video games. There's already video games everywhere, but you know, TV shows, blockbuster films. I wouldn't turn that down. That'd be great.
1: Maybe it could be.
2: Yeah, people that,
1: are getting sick of superheroes. Maybe maybe there's a. Maybe we can build up to being sick of Space Marines next.
0: That's right. And the irony is that the uh, our, our most recent Superman will be the one pushing it hard cuz he's the one trying to get all the deals <laughs> yeah. signed. And I think that's great. I'd like him. I'm not unhappy. Get
1: a, like mm. good Superman movie with him as Superman.
0: Yeah. That that is a bummer, but if he brings us At least he can
2: go do Warhammer.
0: Exactly. If like. he brings us amazing Warhammer content, all is forgiven.
2: I won't care about nothing else. We're not mad at him in the first place, though, right? No, he's a nice guy. No, I'm not mad at him at all, no. no. (laughs) Well, Scott said all is forgiven. I'm like, what are
1: we forgiving? (laughs) I guess I'm forgiving DC. Only God forgives. That's true. I don't know who he's forgiving. That's a good point. Who is Scott forgiving in this place? Yeah, I don't don't know. I'll I'll forgive the people at DC if he goes on to do something that has nothing to do with them. I don't know. It seems
2: like, to me, people should listen to him, they don't listen to him, and then they end up. Paying the price, although, but not seeing the mistakes. So yeah, Henry Cavill's got, got the good dude. They, they need to give him like some dri- the driving reins and really let him develop IP. I think he he should There's do that. One I thing
1: I know for sure about Henry Cavill. Let him be in a scene where he cocks his arms like they're guns yeah. and everything will be fine. Like
0: that bathroom scene in, uh, which Mission Impossible was it? <laughs> yep, rogue that's Nation? That's
1: all you need. Just let him, let him reload his arms and get in a fight and it's well, all good. That
0: was Rogue Nation, right? Rogue
1: Nation. Uh, I don't think it's Rogue. Is it Rogue Nation? I don't know. It was one of the Mission Impossible. It's the Mission Impossible that he's in. And he cocks his
0: arms in this bathroom and also makes a pocket appear on a shirt. because Yeah, the well, way I mean, that's it. the
1: powers that he's got, that he possesses. <laughs> I love that that's
0: a thing that we both noticed and also obsess about. I think that's fantastic. Anyway, uh, that's my group of most anticipated games of 2024. This will be a liquid group because other stuff, either I'm not thinking of <laughs> or or something else is going to come up and I'll go, yeah, oh, yeah, I forgot all, about that. Don't tell
2: Chris Warcraft's not on the list.
0: <laughs> oh, I am looking forward to that. I am looking forward to that. But I don't know. I know
2: you are. I Expansions,
0: know you, are. Nah, you know, I don't think of them the same as like a full-blown game. Uh, John, let's talk about your list. Yeah, let's you have talk a, about
1: my a, list. you
0: have an uh, honorable have, mention that none of us can argue with. We're all looking forward to that, I think. So you want to start with yeah,
1: that? Yeah. So my honorable mention, uh, uh, I just have to mention it because it's not in my top three. Uh, if I'm wrong about this, it 100% belongs in my top three, but is Hades two? Uh, I don't think Hades two is going to come out in 2024. I think maybe early access might start in 2024, but I don't think the actual game is going to be out in 2024. Well, here's how I settled I, on it,
2: is that I'll still be anticipating it next
1: year, even if it doesn't come out. That's true. That's <laughs> true. Uh, but by by this tech, this technicality here yeah. does give me an opportunity to recognize three other games, which seems to be the frequent problem. So, uh, look, Hades 2. Hades is one of my favorite video games of all time. Uh, I absolutely love it. So Hades 2 is highly anticipated, but uh, I just don't think it's going to be a 2024 game. So uh, these are my three. Number three is uh, Dragon's Dogma 2, which every time I see footage and anything around Dragon's Dogma 2, it reminds me that one, I never played Dragon's Dogma, and I probably should have. And two, uh, that game looks fantastic. So I cannot wait to, to get into that game. That is uh, very high on my list. Uh, number two is Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, the uh, second part in the three-part Final Fantasy VII Remake series. I was extraordinarily surprised by how good Final Fantasy VII Remake was, and uh, Rebirth you know, gets to a very interesting part in that story. And I can't wait to see where it goes and how it evolves from there and how it differs because they have certainly not been shy about changing that story and number one will probably not surprise anybody and probably needs not a lot of explanation number one final fantasy 14 the dawn trail expansion is set to come out next year and I cannot wait for that.
0: And this so. is the this is the the vacation. Everyone's
2: on vacation game. This right? <laughs> is
1: the vacation one. This is the vacation expansion. You're where... excited
2: for vacation.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, it's a, it's a a lot a big of...
2: fantasy for for American workers.
1: Yeah, look, let's let's yeah. It's you're not wrong. 100 yeah. percent correct. But let's look. I have 2,618 hours according to Steam in Final Fantasy 14. I think I deserve a vacation. Yeah.
0: Why not? Yeah, you know what? True. And I, and I, I've, I don't know if I said this before, but I actually really like this idea that Yoshi P and his people are like, most of these games just go straight into another hardcore conflict. They don't rest. What if we rested, but also there's some weird shit going on. So obviously we're going to have to fight there, but let's, let's actually act like this world had the big event it had and it was gnarly and everyone who survived this gnarliness now just needs some time away. There is something i like I like about that
1: yeah, if it just immediately you can't constantly up the stakes like you know that's what they've been doing over the course of the entire game, you have to have your your breathing moment you know, and if they just went from as massive scale as endwalker was and then went, well, somehow we got to top that. I think that would be crazy now obviously it's going to be more than a vacation. I don't think it's going to be you know. 40, 80 hours of, you know, like go collect a pineapple drink and sip from it. It's delicious. I don't think it's going to be that there's going to be a story. There's going to be things to do, but like the start of a good D and D adventure, I think there's going to be some compelling storylines with some threads that uh, as interest dictates gets picked up and turned into whatever the next big thing is over the course of the life of this game.
0: Yeah. I respect it. I think it's cool. So uh, there you go. Uh, we got dragon's dogma Two, final fantasy. Oh, by the way, at the end of today's show, I'm going to put this all in the notes in a nice organized way so that none of this gets left out of the notes. All right. So you're, you're going to have a huge list. Uh, you're going to forget some of these that we talk about. That's fine. We'll probably forget too. That's why we'll make the list. Um, Bo, what are you looking forward to the most? Uh,
2: looking forward to my list is as follows. Number one, uh, number three, uh, FF seven rebirth. Yeah. Um, Because Final Fantasy VII. Uh, Hades II, which I'm counting as a game for next year, unlike John. (laughs) Um, I'm going to be anticipating it the whole year. Then that's just what's going to happen. And number one, which I won't have to anticipate very long, is Like a Dragon 2 Infinite Wealth, which comes out in three weeks. However, it is a 2024 release. And I crave it greatly. Do you? No.
1: I don't blame you. That was actually number three on my list, but I knew you would put it on your list. And I was like, yeah, this gives me a chance to acknowledge Dragon's well, Dogma, I'm, I'm too. I'm so stoked. So yeah. I just cut it for Dragon's Dogma, but I'm also very excited
2: for I mean, it. I played Yakuza 0 a while ago, but this year's the year we've confirmed Bo is a full-on Yakuza enjoyer. Like, it's now... You know how, like, Final Fantasy is, like, your franchise, right? Like, you played a yeah. lot of the games... You know, before I was just like, yeah, I'll try a Yakuza game once in a while. Now I'm like, no, no. I am just a fan of, like, I, I see Yakuza, I pay attention, and I really like their games and their storytelling. And um, yeah, in three weeks, I'm going to have a lot of fun <laughs> doing God knows what. I don't know, cleaning toilets or something. I have no <laughs> idea what's going to be, but it's going to be great.
0: So, is um, this one features him in america
2: right yeah he's gonna he's in hawaii Uh, okay i'm not quite sure how he ends up there i did play a bit of a preview that was available on yakuza the man who erased his name but i didn't it didn't really make a whole lot of sense so i still don't I'm still not quite sure what's happening, except you know the tale of the first one is he's going to become his own man. Mm -hmm. He's been in prison for 18 years. He's in his 40s. All he knows is Dragon Quest, like and dated references. (laughs) Um, But he's got friends, and uh, (laughs) I think what it is is that um, in the beginning of the game, you're introduced to his parents, and his you know father is killed. Very that's like the opens that way. Yeah. Um, But uh, I think his mother may still be alive, and so he's going to Hawaii to find his mother. I think it's going to be a tear. It's going to be a tear wrencher. I know, and I'm going to love it. So I think that's how this starts: is he's looking for his his mom in in Hawaii. That's
0: that's, I think how it goes. John, are you going to try to beat the first game before this one comes out? Yeah, I
1: need to. It kind of I was going to, and then I realized I had more time than I thought, so I put it on the back burner again for some other things. But I'm gonna get back into it. Especially once we're done with this, like I was trying to get a lot of stuff in for game of the year that was relevant to this year. Now that we're kind of going to get our little lull here, uh, it's probably going to be. I believe one of the, big games the mini game for
2: on. this one too is going to be like a Stardew Valley kind of game. Which oh oh that's right, there's farming yeah. and shit. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Or not Stardew Valley, more like uh, uh, Animal Crossing, it looked like to me.
2: Yeah, yeah, it'll be its own weird hybrid of whatever that is. It's not going to play one-to-one for sure, but it'll be weird. Yeah, And there'll be a chicken named Omelette for sure there. (laughs) Of course. And he'll be naked at some point in the street. There's always a chicken named Omelette, I'm learning. Really, of every Yakuza game? Of all the ones I've played, I don't know if they're in all of them, but there's always a chicken and his name's Omelette. And sometimes you can get eggs from him, which turns out to be useful for other things.
0: That's crazy. All right. Uh, So there you have it. Like a Dragon 2, Bo's most anticipated Anticipated. game. Mm -hmm. game of next year. I think those are all pretty strong. You got Dawn Trail, Infinite Wealth, Space Marine 2. We're all looking forward to that shit that's all good I
2: mean all those games are great I can't wait to play Space Marine 2 I can't wait to play uh, a ton more games but we can only list so many So there yeah
0: there's too many so these are our three alright uh, I'm now going to regale you with a relatively fast collection of hey, my you,
1: you do you man <laughs> this is what we're doing today you, this is
0: what we're doing you do your list uh, so I'm gonna have a little music for it uh... <laughs> alright so we got a little happy shoppy music right and uh, I'm gonna just tell you in rapid, kind of rapid fire style, what I'm giving things this year that are not the normal game of the year kind of awards. All right, so here's mine: the best ladder climbing I experienced the entire year is in the finals.
1: Oh my gosh! Yeah. Okay. Right? Amazing Good ladder, ladder work. climbing. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I don't I mean I don't mean ladder like you know uh, uh, competition. I don't mean that. I mean literally there are ladders around that you can climb to get to top of buildings and high stuff. And they're impeccably done. I've oh, never I know,
1: what your, I know what your pick
0: is. This is great. Well, it's the finals. It's always the finals.
1: There it is. Yeah. The finals, <laughs> the
0: finals has the best ladder work I've ever seen in a game. And I've climbed a lot of video game ladders, even recently. Like the ladders in um Lethal Company are hideous. They're terrible.
1: They're great in a because they. are not. They're not the best ladders. I already <laughs> see someone in chat. Not lethal company. No, it's not as good. Lethal company doesn't actually do anything
2: good, but that doesn't take away from it being a fun game. That's why or it's experience. great.
0: Part of it, reason it's great is is so everything is so jank. I love it. Uh, I in fact, let's the move the to my next. animation is. Oh, flawless. it's top notch. Never <laughs> change think,
1: it. I think you will find if you look into your heart that running animation is perfect
0: yeah the rest of the industry needs to learn a thing or two from that run and use it in other games uh speaking of which game that made me laugh the hardest this year lethal company i had so much fun there, with you there. and that was just the other day we had a blast in there and i can't wait to play more of that best city builder against the storm is my pick i honestly thought it was probably going to go to that um steam world deal but I have not given it the time it needs to say. So the one of the ones I played, which did come out this year and out of early access is against the storm. And I think that game is doing really interesting new stuff. I've talked about it on the show before. Love it. Uh, Best game with cards. I'm giving it to wild frost. Very, very cool. Roguelike card game that people should not skip out on.
1: It's very good. Oh, yeah, you did tell us that Wild about Frost? Okay. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it. Was that Midnight was the one Suns that had that, uh, that wintry theming around it. I actually really thought that looked nice.
0: Yeah, it's cool. And I guess I should qual- quantify it by saying it's the card. It's a pure card game as as opposed to Midnight Suns, which is more of a these cards represent abilities, but I still have dudes on the field. I don't know. Yeah. To me, there's well, a that distinction that also didn't there.
1: come out this year. That was a last year game.
0: I thought you got to it
1: this year.
2: I thought Midnight Suns was
1: January it, or February. So it was, in, it was the end
2: of the year, because I looked back at my Steam played, and I played Midnight Suns in January
1: 2023. Yeah, I, that, I did the same thing. But yeah, I think it was a December or maybe even oh. earlier release. But oh, I, I, I release. screwed up then. I thought it was this year. It, um, it
2: was a last year release, though. It wasn't a this year release, but I think most of us played it this year.
0: You are right. It came out uh, just prior to the year. Uh, Let's see. Oh, I know what it is. All those console versions uh, for Windows, PS4, Xbox One, they all come out in May. Um, The Switch version got canceled, but the original PC version is the one that hit uh, prior to the year ending. So you're right. That's a 2022 game, so it wouldn't count anyway. Uh, Best game I slept on too long. Marvel
1: Midnight Suns. (laughs) <laughs> there you go there it is
0: <laughs> that game's rad yeah. and i
1: feel bad it's for, so good yeah, oh
2: i wish more people had played it it's real good it's, you're not gonna get a sequel it's a one-of-a-kind game yeah so please play it and enjoy it and it's some it's a marvel you know some licensed stuff can be hit or miss sometimes it can be really good this is fortunately one of the really good ones midnight suns is amazing
0: yeah i feel like i want to call it the best marvel game i ever played and i think i might I, I might still think
2: that. It's up there, there's a few other good ones. I'm sure. I'm sure Spider- the Spider-Man, th- Spider-Man games are amazing. No, <laughs> the question. Spider-Man
1: fan base of, <laughs> is going to have something to say about that. <laughs> but, uh, the, yeah. Although Spider-Man's great in Midnight Suns. That's great. true.
0: He's a. It's technically a Spider-Man game. <laughs> it's a lot Man. of other stuff too. Game is
2: game is awesome. Uh, I think it's the best Wolverine I've seen in. Like oh, I like Wolverine's his vibe. the Wolverine vibe is perfect in yeah, this game. Like, it's real
0: good. Yeah. I also like that weird ghost. Ghost Rider guy, that version of Ghost Rider. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. I, I thought I was going to hate him at first, but you, you get to know all the characters in this game, and I'm like, hey, he's all right. Yeah.
1: Like a- I haven't played it if they did any balancing, but I will say it is the worst Scarlet Witch.
0: Oh, yeah. Was she too OP or underpowered?
1: No, she's underpowered. Like, uh, they build her up as this major powerhouse, and then you get her, and all her abilities suck. Yeah, her introduction
0: mm. was awesome, though. Oh, my gosh. So good. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, All right. A game I thought I would be all into, but I have not been darkest dungeon 2 and it's not the game's fault i just thought i would and i'm not
2: I yeah know. i still haven't bought it yet either i'm like i can wait and i guess i'm going to be waiting a long time i don't know
0: i love that first game to death and literally because i died a lot um and i like the structure of the new one i played it in beta or not beta but open or early access and then got it when it came out and i like it i just thought I was going to be all over it and I, ha- I just haven't been. I don't know why. It's
2: too many games. It's not making the cut. That's just the harsh
0: truth of it. That's just the reality of life. Uh, well, that's best- what
1: this section is for to recognize some games that might not otherwise have gotten attention.
0: That's a good point. Best Vampire Survivors Like. I'm giving it to Death Must Die. That will come up again yeah. uh, later. That yeah. game's awesome. And that one's John's fault or John's good recommendation that I played it at all and I'm really glad I did because that thing took over top spot for me. It's very good uh best late to the game award i got hogwarts hogwarts legacy on sale oh yeah and it's it's pretty damn good you having fun yeah that's a get out of the hype window game for me because not only was there hype around it but all the controversy about jk rowling and all the other shit going on around it it just made it like I, i just couldn't do it and even though people are like oh it's really good you gotta check it out it's the highest selling game of the year nobody sold as well including Spider-Man, including BG3. Nothing has sold as many copies as Hogwarts Legacy. And that doesn't even count the new Switch version.
2: Is that Um, that real? That's crazy.
0: Yeah, it was a big deal. Turns out Harry Potter is a thing. But what I was surprised by, uh, just a couple of quick things. It's not set in the Harry Potter timeline. It's set way before, like 1800s. Um, It's a whole different set of cast. There are some familiar names, but they're just ancestor names. Like, there's a Professor Weasley working at the school that is clearly related to the weasleys later but there's no there's no you know living weasleys we're aware of um and i like that i like that they took it out of the that but that that castle crazy all the shit they've crammed in there i can't even believe half the stuff i see every picture has somebody moving in it every statue has shit to say to you like it's detailed as hell i got it on sale man
1: i'd be so annoyed if i went to hogwarts i would be I'd oh, hate it spelled very quickly. You'd be like, what is...? They'd be like, now you're going to want to get to class early because the, the staircases move. And I'd be like, why? Yeah, You guys are magical. Can you make the staircases not move? Like, are you telling me kids are late to class because the staircases just randomly move? You have magic and you can't figure out fucking stairs? Yeah. What are you doing?
0: It seems like a real Like, real-ness. why is this
1: a problem for you? You have magic. Yeah. yeah. Figure out your goddamn stairs. <laughs> I didn't realize Hogwarts. that's
0: such, such strong feelings about the way that's cool. It doesn't make
1: out. sense. They have magic, Scott. Why? Why? <laughs> Can they not get to class on time because stairs move? Who came up with this? Yeah,
0: it's a bad. It's a it's a bad combo. Uh, all right. <laughs> Enjoy so.
1: your whimsical world. It just bugs me sometimes when things get too whimsical. And a statue wanting. I have enough. I don't want to talk to people. I don't want to talk to a statue.
0: Yeah, and I, or I, a painting. The other thing I want to say in its favor. I'm not that deep, but the combat feels really good. The detail in the game is crazy. Graphically, it's one of the best looking games I played this year, and. It seems to have, you know, a lot of familiar open world trappings, which some people may say is a negative, but I really like my checkoff list of shit I got to do in the world. So that's not a problem for me. Um, and it was also made here in Salt Lake City. So I should be, you know, happy about the local connection and all that. So I'm glad I finally got it. I got it for like half off during the sale and it's been worth it so far. So that's my best late to the game award. Biggest early surprises I want to get back to. I haven't is Hi-Fi Rush and Everspace 2. Those both hit. I loved them when they came out. Got busy with other stuff. I need to go back. Especially Everspace 2. I love that game. Uh, top games that pulled me off of Baldur's Gate 3? Starfield, <laughs> Sea of Stars. Those are the two games. Sea of Stars and Starfield completely derailed my Baldur's Gate 3 time back then. And then and then acted as a way to derail each other because it's just like, who? what am I going to play? What am I in the mood for? And, the fun, and ironically, I've finished neither. So uh, I'll get back to those, but uh, Starfield and Sea of Stars really knocked me off Baldur's Gate when it was out. Uh, Best Chorecore game of the year. You ready for this one?
1: Yeah, this is big. This is important. This is why you came to the show. That's right. At number three, Fresh Start Cleaner Simulator.
0: I talked about it on the show. I expect no one to remember anything about it except me. (laughs) Okay, it's fine. It's totally fine. I like that
1: game. Was where you run a laundromat?
0: No, that was a different one. That one was okay, (laughs) but that technically was 2022, so I couldn't count it. Fresh Start mm. Cleaning Simulator is one where you go around the world and there's just shit everywhere and you're trying to make it a better world, so you do oh, a lot of cleaning. Oh yeah, Okay. <laughs> I liked the loop. It one was one of good. those
1: caring about our planet, right? Games. Boo, I see. Boo boo. <laughs> boo, boo, What a loser. Lame. I like, think we just have to live here. What's up? Yeah, Ugh. what's up
0: with that? Uh, number two, relatively recent, uh, game Mars First Logistics. I've talked to you about it on the show. I really think that game is rad. I
1: played it, I bought it. I I'm need to play it.
0: S- I'm currently stuck. They added, um, grappling hooks. Which sounds... Don't think of it as like Batman or anything. It's not like that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They're just physics. They're little physics helpers so I can like lock into a wall and then create some tension and then do something else and create a physics thing. I'm currently having the hardest time moving this big cylinder barrel thing. It's so hard and it's fun. I really like that game. So that game continues to be awesome. It's in early access. so It's a little bit of a cheat. But whatever. Mars First Logistics. One developer. I'm totally impressed with it. I love it. Number one for the year... House Flipper 2.
3: Yeah!
0: I think it's really good. Like, I've played more of that. I think at this stage now, i played more of that than I did the first game. And I played a lot of that first game. I think 2 wow. is just a better loop. It's more fun. It's uh, It leans into gameplay more than it does work. And I like the style of it. I like everything about it. It's great on Steam Deck. Like, I couldn't ask for anything else. It's fantastic. So number one this year for my favorite core chore core game of the year, House Flipper 2 get your house clean and flip it on the market yo uh all right we're almost done here best old game i played the most cyberpunk 2077 replay up to up to phantom liberty i did that again and then phantom mm-hmm. liberty papers please is on this list bro force and at number one probably because i spent the most time in it mark of the ninja remastered that game rocks don't sleep on mark of the ninja if you didn't play it in 2012 or whatever the hell it was Get the remastered version, play it now, and realize that of all of the stealth games ever made, it remains way up there.
1: I think mm. it should have been Return of the Obra Den. You need to get back to that. I
0: just attack. need to finish it. Yeah, I need to finish it. I played more Papers, Please than that was the reason it's not on this list. Uh, scariest game I played this year. Amnesia the Bunker. Nothing else came close. <laughs> That thing scared the shit out of me. I'll never go back. I'm done with it. It'll never be installed again. Fu, Amnesia the Bunker. I couldn't even finish. I don't know. I played two, two and a half hours. That's all I could do. F that game. Uh, <laughs> game I started thinking I had already but never played, Batman Arkham City. I mentioned that. And mm-hmm. best sports game. I'm giving it to Super Mega Baseball 4 and a, and a tip of the hat to Tape to Tape, which is that uh, roguelike uh, hockey game. That I really like the gameplay of. It's a very good little hockey game. But Super Mega Baseball is awesome. We don't talk about sports games on the show very often. I actually like them now and again. Both of Despite these are a the little goofy. like
1: my number one category on Steam. Oh,
0: yeah, of course. It's all John does. Big
1: sports gamer John. Sports yeah. correspondent John on the show. Yep.
0: Your spider web map was just all shifted over to the sports category. Is my memory. Uh, what else let's see best boomer shooter I'll give it to Proteus even though I think it came did out last year did you
1: actually year. list your category as boomer shooter yeah
0: I did I'm I'm, proud you, I'm just guy. joining the fray I'm tired of fighting it just call it a yeah, boomer shooter even though no boomers ever played a shooter fine Be-
1: <laughs> none of them not a single not boomer a single ever one. played a shooter
0: <laughs> nobody in that generation gives a shit uh, game that shocked me how fun it was Robocop Rogue City that game is cool I played a little clip from the audio earlier today Uh, Best MMO hours spent, Dragonflight in WoW, and Guild Wars 2. Both uh, had a great time in both, still playing those. Uh, And then finally, oh no, two more. Uh, Games I look most forward to continuing in the new year. The finals, Lethal Company, 40K Rogue Trader, uh, Hogwarts Legacy, Alan Wake 2, and a load of Nintendo stuff I missed. I feel feel bad about it. They had a good Uh year, like a really good year. And I missed a lot of it because I just... I was Steam Decked uh, to my neck.
1: Well, you got to you got to borrow a game from your kids. They just won't let you have it. I you know.
0: know. I don't know why now they're not none of them I think are actively playing it now, so I should just bug them and say, "What what's the deal, yo?" Final category for my quick list. It's not it hasn't been as quick as I'd hoped. Uh, game I bought twice so I could have it on my Steam Deck. The award goes to Diablo 4. Congratulations Blizzard, you got me again. All right, there you go. That's my uh that's my race re- my re- list. Thanks, man. That's
1: good list. That was a great list. So this is the fun bit. We've got to fun make fun categories. Those were fun categories and a way to acknowledge things that might exist outside of your top five of the year. Exactly. So, Up
0: awesome. next, we have our biggest surprises. Oh, I'll start and go quick because I don't want to. I just took a lot of time.
1: No, it's fine.
0: Uh, cruising. It's fine. Number five biggest surprise for me was Rogue Trader. I expected it to be far less than a Baldur's Gate 3 experience, and it's actually very good on its own feet. I think that game is cool. And I am playing it. played it last night. Playing it now. Uh, number four, Lethal Company. Goes without saying, I think. Three, The Finals. Two, Death Must Die. And number one was RoboCop. That RoboCop game was surprised a big surprise. You guys didn't expect it to be good? No. I, did. I really didn't. I, I thought it was going to be... I mean, I'll be honest, I, I love RoboCop. I was really excited that they were going to make a, a RoboCop game. I played all the old RoboCop arcade games and console games, I've seen the movie a billion times. I, I went in with very low expectations. And in some ways, the low, as we've talked about on the show, the low expectations were met <laughs> in some of the ways the game presents itself. But overall, that game kind of kicks ass and is one of the best-looking games i played in the year. Um, it was the first game I think I've ever owned that uses that unreal five. Um, they don't do the level of D de- the LOD stuff anymore where everything's a vertices. So everything's really clean from far away or close up, whatever mm-hmm. that, I forgot what they call it, but the, it was the first game I'd seen with that. And it's very impressive and kind of crazy that RoboCop was the first one of those that I played anyway. Yeah. Um. So yeah, big, big ups to RoboCop for being like, Oh, you're actually good and fun and worth buying and not just some weird throwaway shovelware. All right, John, what surprised you?
1: I have five games that surprised me this year. Uh, Number five is House Flipper 2. We've talked about that recently, so we'll just recap why it was surprising. I heard House Flipper 2 existed. I didn't even know they were making it, so that was surprise number one. Surprise number two was I looked at the trailer for it and went, I think they ruined House Flipper, and Scott assured me they didn't. And I played it, and they didn't, and I love it, and I think I love it more than House Flipper 1. So Mm. that was the big surprise after that. Um, Number four is Death Must Die, which was a recommendation from a viewer on one of my streams. They just said, hey, have you heard of Death Must Die? Think Hades and Diablo meets Vampire Survivors. I went, I like all the words you just said. And I, you know, sometimes when those things, uh, people make the comparison, you kind of expect something very low quality. And instead, I got something that I think it's one of the best looking versions of these games. I think it's one of the better playing versions of these games. I think the power ups are great. Um, it got me on board with a Survivor's Light game where it's not just moving your character, which typically I don't enjoy those. I've told Scott in the past, like, I'm in this to do this one thing. Um, But this game kind of transcends that by having loot and gods and powers and a dash and all that stuff. So uh, big surprise there. Number three, I feel like is self-explanatory based on the name and who's talking about it. But bang on balls (laughs) was certainly one of my biggest surprises of this year. When uh, when I first saw it pop up, I was like, what the hell is this? And then Scott, the very same day that I saw the game, Scott started talking about bang on balls on the show, saying how good it was. And I loaded it up just to be like, let's just figure out what this is. It's got overwhelmingly positive reviews. People seem to like it. Scott seemed to like it. But am I going to enjoy it? And I couldn't stop playing it. Still mm. can't. I really, really like this game and it is absolutely just insane how goofy and uh rewarding the gameplay loop of this game is um it reminds me of just like those old like n64 platformers where it's just it's not super story heavy it's just like here's a world to go around and do dumb stuff in and discover new things and it just plays really well
0: yeah you you Two things. One, if you played Banjo kazooie or one of those like the the atypical M sixty four platformers that you mentioned, Mario sixty four to some degree, what made those great a lot of times is there were multiple things to do. It's like I'm not just collecting these puzzle pieces, I'm also finding a a cave I no one knew was here, or I'm also doing this other extra thing. Those were all great. And those those gave us, you know, a much broader experience than what we were used to. This game has that as a science like knowing just how populated this world should be with content, how much per square foot shit should be going on. It, it's really something. This I have no notes to add to your high praise. It's very, very, very good. And we got to do co-op. Good, right? I want to play this together.
1: And surprising that it's good. That's yeah, I have thing. it. We can play it one of these days.
0: We should play it on one of our Tuesday things. I would love yeah. to play it. Uh, uh All
1: right. Uh, awesome. Number two robocop rogue yeah. city uh scott mentioned this as well i mean somebody tells you we're gonna do a first person shooter about a character that only walks is basically indestructible and fires one gun mm. and you go well that sounds like the worst first person shooter ever made <laughs> like, and that then first, and then when you find out <laughs> more about it you, you find out like, oh, and it's going to be based on a movie, which is you know traditionally not a great idea for video games. And it's going to uh, be kind of a budget title. It didn't come out as like a big $70 production. And it's going to be like Mass Effect in its quest and skill tree format. Yeah. You just go, what are we doing? <laughs> why, why is this a thing? But somehow RoboCop Rogue City works. And I can't even really explain why uh, it's extremely good. So uh, I was I was shocked that I liked it, um, and then pleasantly surprised that I liked it. And my number one uh, biggest surprise of 2023 is the game Remnant Two. Uh, I never played Remnant One. I didn't. I hadn't even heard of Remnant One. I started hearing buzz about this game, Remnant Two. It sounded interesting because uh, the big thing that I kept hearing from you know, news sources and whatever was that if two people start it, they're going to have a different experience. Uh, It's not going to be the same narrative experience. They might go to different places. Even if they go to the same place, it might look different. They might encounter different um, enemy types or, you know, boss encounters, things like that. It was just shocking to me to hear that sort of talk around this type of game that it kind of plays a little bit like a souls like shooter and i started playing it and couldn't stop i beat this game it is absolutely incredible i think any other year you would be hearing about this game as like a bar none game of the year um it's unfortunate it came out in 2023 where it has to share a lot of space with a lot of other very very good games but remnant 2 is maybe one of my Favorite Souls Light games, and uh, it's just absolutely stellar. Um, yeah, chat's saying it is on Game Pass right now, so yep. it's actually very easy for people to check out if you haven't checked it out. Uh, lots of cool yeah. guns, lots of good gameplay, and again, lots of crazy worlds. Like, that's the thing that's the the most shocking about it is you start playing it, and it looks kind of like your generic survival fair. It's like, you know, it looks like it could be a discount Last of Us. And then you go to your first world, and I don't know what the first world you're going to go to is. It could be a big elven forest. It could be a dystopian futuristic city. um, It could be all sorts of things. Each of these worlds is incredibly different looking and almost feels like a separate game in and of itself. And it was really one of the most unique experiences I've had with this type of game and all year. Overall.
0: Now that's on Game Pass, I have no excuse. I should just play that damn thing and see what's up. Yeah, flip
2: yeah. it out for an hour. Yeah. Give it a try. Yeah,
0: I'll give it a try. New enough that I don't know. That feels like one i want to try next year that I didn't put on my list, but I want to definitely play. Uh mainly based on your recommendation because you seem to be pretty pretty hot on it when it came out.
1: It's so. really good. It's hard, but it's really good.
0: Nice. Uh Bo, swing it over to you. Hello. What were your five if you're four? I only
2: had four biggest surprises. What do you got? Biggest surprises. So in the categories you guys put, it could be news and stuff. So sure, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So four is Microsoft actually bought ABK. Uh, yeah. I was pretty pessimistic about all that, and it actually happened, and that was genuinely surprising. Big news story, big S- deal. Still especially,
0: especially the further we got with it, it just felt like there were there were constant delays or reasons why it might not happen or government interference—not interference, but government uh, opposition. Mm-hmm. And I was with you by the end as like. This is not going to go
2: through. It's just take, something that takes so long, it's probably not going to happen. But they stayed the course, and it made it through. And we still get to see what's going to happen with it. Good, yeah. bad, who knows. But it actually happened. That was pretty big this year. I so hope that's good. So that's number four. Number three is, AR is better than I thought it was, or than you think it is. Um, that was genuinely <laughs> surprising. I, I I was all in on the Quest 3, but I really thought I was going to be kind of spending a lot of money on an incremental upgrade, but it actually really helped me. You know, Scott and I had a bit of back and forth about the Apple announcement. I was like, it sucked. Scott was like, this is amazing. Yeah. Putting on the quest three made me realize Scott was right. And it <laughs> completely one-eighty'd me on, um, A R, yeah, and and that was surprising. It's always feels good when you get served a bit of humble pie. I think I I always welcome that. Yeah, you're still not
1: augmented um, reality. Yeah, augmented reality versus
0: virtual. I I, look, the thing about I think mixed is the future, and I will say that you're you're still right that Apple wants too much damn money for theirs. Um, but I think the Quest Three may. The rumors are they're working on a way less expensive launch model and uh they got to do that to compete so so that'd be nice
2: yeah because um you know the the big thing about the apple presentation that was kind of sucky for me was just well they didn't really focus in on the games because that's where the excitement as far as i imagined was right i look at ar and i was like it's a bit gimmicky what am i going to do with it but now that i can put the headset on and talk with everyone in the room i almost hate when i'm in a game where everything's blacked out like i'd rather be both in the digital world but be able to see everyone around me and interact with that world too so um i don't even think about it in terms of games i think about it in terms of what what interesting applications can we use with ar when we have multiple headsets and stuff yeah instead of land parties it's vr ar parties like our party our party our party our (laughs) parties you know But like you know, like it could be like a weird thing where we're all playing uh, this weird board game that that can only do things in video game space, like plucking things out of the sky and moving them around. But we all need headsets for, you know. I I still think the gimmicky stuff is like, oh, there's zombies coming out of your bedroom closet. AR, you know, like I'm like that stuff's. I mean, if you like it, it's great. But I I mean, V. The VR applications or AR where you have to run a marathon to use, people are just not going to use it. They're like, oh, I'm going to get all sweaty. I'm not going to do that. We need to sit down, chill out, fun things to do, like watch movies and play games with those devices. So, anyways, that was a big surprise for me. Um, number two, the Dead Space remake was actually good. <laughs> I was hoping, but I had a real strong sense that it was going to be shite. And I was. it was actually... Um, not only was it good it was baller good like it was just they they took always the big worry with the stuff it happens a little bit with final fantasy 7 where they soup up the graphics they got to change things around a lot they just remade the damn ass game but with better tech like there's no um crazy score or music they kept the engineering porn in there yeah um they kept the exact vibe and feel and I could just not be happier with the end product and I was surprised that they, they nailed it. And um, you know, this game it was at the start of the year, so it's gonna get forgotten on a lot of lists, but this was a fantastic game. I agree. It was yeah, also kind of would, r- Oh yeah, go ahead.
1: I just wanna jump in because I I used my list and the various lists that we have here tonight. Um, as a way to try and talk about games that didn't make my top five that I think deserved it, and mm-hmm. looking through the list, I just realized that the Dead Space remake does not get a mention anywhere for me. Uh, and I I kind of agree with both. Like this game um, was amazing, and it was an incredible remake. Yeah. Um. And so I just want to also give it a shout out because I'm not going to anywhere else, but it it deserves something because man was it good?
0: Yep, it was real good. It makes me want to, it makes me want uh an EA willing to um uh, to truly go for this and not fill it full of bullshit. <laughs> like this is just a straight up awesome remake of an incredible already existing game that needed very little in terms of, you know, structure change, but what cha- what little they did add including a visual overhaul I think just made it all the much better. I love my playthrough. This is one of my favorite games I beat this year. So, yeah, I'm glad Bro brought it up because it did happen so early. It's easy to forget that this was January or whatever. But yeah, this game, yeah, awesome. and
2: this is um, also you know thanks to uh, we all got copies thanks to a wonderful listener as well. So it was also kind of, has a kind of nice connotation there too. I'm just sure really happy
1: started sure. off the year too. really strong. Yeah, really, really.
2: Yep, strong. and and uh, yeah, just it's it's just I just like when it's a hard thing to keep a game like this for a triple-a developer where it's like well there's no there's no music like you know there's no you know what I mean it's just it's it it's just perfect it, I, I just cannot wait for more of this yeah anyways that was a big one um <laughs> my number one biggest surprise of the year ah, guys I I try to not admit that I'm liking this as much as I am but I gotta be honest man world of Warcraft season of discovery like has me by my by by both testicles. Whoa.
0: Uh, both of them. Damn. <laughs> both of them. Just a
2: big, firm grip on my testicles, and I have to pay attention to it, even though I don't want to. <laughs> um, it is so good. Yeah. Um, it is just... I don't know what it is. It's just really hitting, and it's the biggest surprise, because I was like... I I thought, I'm like, yeah, it's Season the Discovery. There's so little, like, when you think about it, it's just, it's just new rain, some new runes, but like... It's like I don't know. You haven't. I I bought cream soda recently. I haven't had cream soda in years, and I'm like, wow. You know, crushed cream soda tastes pretty good. You know, like, don't drink it very often. It's amazing. And uh, uh, classic World of Warcraft just is a taste I like. And uh, um, I've been reading two times a week now, and now for the past <laughs> oh six gosh, weeks, dude. I got the purple epic. By the way, nice. Uh, so now go. I get to, I get to show off that uh, I have a sword and a helmet where most of the People in WoW don't have those things, and it's great.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. that's half the MMO experience is e-peening your way to glory. So.
2: I, my e is glorious, let me tell you. We've got a good guild. We've got good community members that uh, have, have risen up from the core who also like World of Warcraft. And I know not everyone who listens to the show likes that stuff, but I just got to tell you, Season of Discovery is I'm having fun, and uh, it's a big surprise for me. So biggest surprise of the year. Love that.
0: There's nothing wrong with that. That's the one game I had the hardest time playing this year. I'm glad one of us loves it. And John liked it. Right, yeah. The raid we'll get team's asking about the raid
2: team's asking about John. They're not asking about you, Scott, because they know you've uh,
1: you've I've you've made my laws, cause yeah,
2: yeah, they wax you've waxed philosophical on on classic WoW enough. But uh, John got to level 19, and we needed a tank, and Rogue's can tank, and we're like, can John level up his can, can John finish leveling up so he can join us?
1: Mm, no pressure. So
2: I've been I've been asked to ask you by the raid team.
1: Well, well I, also the rogue tank runes are locked behind some some. Weird spots, so Mm, I. I, It's not a matter of just leveling up, which I do still need to do, but also some of those runes are a bit tricky to get for the rogue (laughs) tanking (laughs) build.
2: That answer is like I'd love to play, but it requires playing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It requires work
0: while you play, which is the whole point of classic in the first place.
1: But But, yeah, I'll be talking about season of discovery. All right, for sure. Season of Uh, those are my biggest surprises this year. Nice,
0: John we we'll are take it over to you. We play this All right.
1: again. I got some categories.
0: All right, let's hear it. This is John's ah, categoric Game of the Year Award categories. I cannot wait to hear these go.
1: Yeah, so I already kind of said this. I'll say it again. Uh, this has been a stellar year for the games that I played. I played so many good games. Originally on this document, I said, hey, guys, put in your top five favorite games, and then I cheated and did a top ten list. And then I said, no, that's not right to tell Scott and Bo to do top five and I get to do a top 10. So what I've tried to do is come up with categories that let me talk about some of the other games that I just didn't feel right not acknowledging in some way this year, um, even if the categories are a little ridiculous as a result. So the first category I have is top reasons to still have friends in 2023. Um, You know, as future goes on, as AI evolves, uh, friends are becoming more and more frivolous, more and more unnecessary to your day-to-day life. But (laughs) I found three reasons to keep having them. Uh, Number three is The Finals, a fantastic multiplayer experience that I've had a great time with these guys playing. I didn't expect to play a game like this. I don't typically like Twitch shooters, but uh, this one is really good and the theming is top-notch. Uh, I continue to play number two, which is Fortnite. It is uh, it just plays so well. Like it's just it's comfort food, gaming comfort food for me at this point. And they keep expanding it and doing more with it in creative ways. The no build mode obviously is what got me in the door, and I continue to play it constantly. I can't tell you how much more rewarding it is to play that style game where you shoot somebody and a castle doesn't erupt (laughs) underneath them the second you do. Um, it, It just all of a sudden the game is way more fun as it turns out. And the number one reason to still have friends in 2023 is Lethal Company. Uh, You know, nothing beats doing a bad job with your friends and, you know, playing with uh, these guys, playing with Kyle and Garrett. um, Every time we've gotten a chance to play this, it has been fun and unique and different, even though the scope of the game is pretty small. Like the planets are very similar. The rooms you go into when you're on those planets are very similar. And yet somehow, each time you go into a building, it feels so different and so unexpected on the ways it's going to go. And it is almost always hilarious. So... Uh, I can't wait to play more of this game with you guys in 2024.
0: Big same. By the way, I don't know if we talked about it last time. The guy who made this single developer, he's 21. I don't mean single, like not married. I mean, like one dude. He's
1: single, ladies. He's single, everybody. And he just made a lot of money on this video. That's right. But it's
0: one dude. He's 21 is all. He used to make Roblox stuff. In Roblox, got out of that, did this, did not expect this kind of success. He is now a multi millionaire with all the resources he needs to do whatever he wants to with his game. I think it's an amazing success story, and we should celebrate stuff like this. So yeah. also it helps that the game's really fun and ridiculous. That that helps. Um, yeah. but it's awesome. Totally worth totally worth playing. Ten bucks. What are you gonna do with your ten bucks? Spend it on this game. All Play right. Lethal all right, what uh, else you got? all
1: right, my next award is the Core Doesn't Talk About Nintendo Enough Award. Mm. And to no, uh, buck, <laughs> <we're talking about laughs> and <a> buck <laughs> that trend, <laughs> I want to give a special shout out to Super Mario RPG, uh, the Nintendo game that got me to find where I put my Switch, <clears throat> dust it off, and buy something from the eShop and play that damn thing. Like, yeah. oh, it felt great. To know where it was. That mm. <laughs> I didn't have a piece of gaming hardware sitting in a closet in a box somewhere. Yeah. Um, but also, Super Mario RPG is a fantastic remake. This year had a ton of amazing remakes. Super Mario RPG, no exception to that. Uh, one of my favorite video games. And it's it's phenomenal. Yeah. So. An excuse to talk about Nintendo, because we never do, and an excuse to talk about a fantastic game that has been made even better. Nice. Um, Next, this one's a fun category. We're not going to talk about video games at all. Uh, This year, I experienced a midlife crisis of sorts. Um, At least that's what I'm going to call it, because I don't have any other explanation for it. Uh, For no discernible reason i got really into transformers this year and started buying a bunch of transformers toys mm. uh under the guise of buying it for my son which then turned into the guise of just buying it for myself and they live back there now um uh, so <laughs> i thought i would uh, i thought i would just say here are my top three transformers that i bought of 2023 and uh we're gonna start though with an honorable mention one i didn't buy it too uh it kind of with what it is it kind of circumvents the the story of this um or the theme of it but let me, i'll show you this is a visual sorry podcasters
2: well i'll do this podcast listeners that. he means no, okay there
1: we go there yep. we He's go all right oh, where theme music this way uh all right the honorable mention is the uh, Shockwave statue by PCS that was a anniversary gift. Uh, this thing looks like a cartoon come to life. Uh, it is a statue, not a figure, but uh, Shockwave is the best, and this is the best statue of Shockwave.
0: It uh, is cool. It's weird. Like It looks good. like you're doing some kind of weird AI visual thing because that looks like a cartoon in your hand. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's like, but- so good.
0: Yeah. That's great.
1: It's it's amazing.
0: That's great. All right. number So that's number three? Wow.
1: No, that was the honorable mention because uh, because I feel like it's... One, it's not a figure. Two, I it's didn't buy it. It's not an action it. figure. And yeah. uh, three, it's just... It's, just, it's levels... It's streets ahead yeah. of right. everything yeah. else. All
2: right. So buckle so, up. We got three more to look at. Yeah, yeah. we got
1: three more. Uh, next, well, r- uh, number three, off. I yeah. should say, is uh, this guy. This is going to be a sentimental one. We're going to talk about this. This is the transformers earth spark flip changer wheel jack so it's just like that it's Wheeljack, <laughs> and um i like and ones. there there he is Wait, are,
2: there, are his testicles on the outside of the car when he's in car mode hold on Wait. It's testicles Fli- back he has oh, testicles yeah, hold on, hold on. Where, where's, where's crotch area like is it oh where's it Oh, it's right up front. front. If you lean on the front of
1: the car, you're leaning on his gonads and stuff. Yeah, technically, I think that's true. I think that holds. So this is obviously (laughs) not the most detailed uh, Transformers vehicle. When it's in its, like, robot mode, it doesn't do anything besides its its arms go like that. It does transform in one little flip, which is kind of cool. I do like that. Uh, And then it becomes a car. But here is why it's number three. Um, this is one of the, the one of, if not the first Transformer I bought for my son. And when he got to the age where he could start playing games with dad and recognize them as games, I have this one and I have two bumblebees that are like it. Yeah. And he gives me the two bumblebees and he always picks this as his car. Yeah. And we have races and we. Transform him. He he says, you know, he'll say car or Bobot. Bobot means he wants it to be a robot for the moment. Yeah. And so this little car holds a lot of meaning to me because it's a toy I play with with myself. That's amazing. So. Look at you I bridging I don't really the, care about Wheeljack that much, yeah. but because my oh, son loves them, he's great. uh he's moved way up. I just on like my scale.
0: I like how you're bridging the 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 Transformers generations, man. That's important. Yeah. Got to carry it on. It matters. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, he's got to get into it. Yeah. Uh number 2 is the Studio Series Megatron. I believe unironically they call this the Gamer Edition. Uh, this is a Megatron from uh, War for Cybertron. Oh, nice. That would, yeah. And that's right.
0: Oh, that's how it's gaming. Okay. I get so,
1: it. like, here's the crazy thing. In the package, this looks like the tiniest little nothing figure. And I didn't ever get him for that reason. And then my wife just kind of said, hey, why don't you go get yourself a Transformer, just like a little kid at the store? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go get one. And this was the only one I didn't have, which was another embarrassing realization. So I got it, uh, because I had permission. What's
0: with the the big mace? Is that normal for him?
1: He has it in the game, so you get a a melee weapon in the game. He gets this gigantic mace, and overall, he he looks badass. He has one in Generation
2: 1. He has a mace in Generation 1, but it's like a string mace.
1: Oh. Yeah, it's a, laser it's a little electrical Yeah, thing.
2: so actually Mace is on, yeah, he's had that forever. So it's like a jo-
0: Johanna uh, kind, right? Like what Yeah, it's crazy big.
1: He's ready to destroy fools with this. Yeah, look at him. And her. anyway, once I got him out and unboxed him, it's an awesome toy. He looks badass. I love this Megatron. He's a fantastic Megatron. It's very cool. Tank.
0: I can't deny um, you. I can't um, deny you that. looks awesome. Love it.
1: All right, and my number one Transformer that I bought as part of this midlife crisis uh, is from a series that is actually pretty unpopular with collectors, but I don't care. I think it looks good. It is the uh, Transformers Red, which is a non-transforming version, and it's Shockwave. Again, not surprising. Um, This is... I like this because it looks like Shockwave from the cartoon. Until I got the it statue, looked, like this is what Shockwave looks like. He it looks, looks big like teenager and rocky Shockwave, teenage uh, yeah. re- Shockwave, ready to go. Yeah. He does look. Like he's a got a little laser that you can put on. He's got parts you can yeah. transfer and all of that. Uh, he does not turn yeah. into anything. He's just Shockwave. You just pose him, and I think he looks great. He does. So uh, he does. I, I'm gonna give him my favorite. It's kind of what started the flood of me Transformers.
0: Is the everything this was for
1: my kid until I was like, well, I should get a Shockwave for me. That's really cool. Yeah, this is what I got.
0: Nothing wrong way. with Shockwave. He's a badass.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, and that, oh, Scott's showing his art of
0: Shockwave. Oh yeah, I saw you. Well. So for John's birthday, I made this, and of course, it's shockwave. <laughs> I also
2: drew one of the most badass pictures of shockwave ever done. To you. <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: it was really yeah. fun to do, um, but I, you know, obviously, it's not the same as having a toy. But the oh,
1: uh, no, I got it right up there. It's hanging right up there. Oh,
0: nice. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, I was happy to contribute to your addiction of all things shockwave. That was fun. I
1: don't know if I can get it in the camera. Hold on.
0: Maybe you can. Look at him turn. Oh, look at him turning. Chat room, look at this. Uh, This It's crazy. There it is. is. Up in the corner, all framed and signed. What did I write? Eat my shorts or some shit. What did I say?
1: Uh, You wrote Shockwave forever.
0: Oh, that's right. With a four, I think. Forever. Yeah.
1: Shockwave forever.
0: Nice. I love it. Uh, It Happy birthday again. Um, Excellent. I love that. That's a great little category. There's nothing wrong with that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So that's my category for that. Uh, Next category, game of the year that I didn't actually play. Look, everybody has been asking where this is going to be on my list. This is where it is. WWE 2K23 is my most played Steam game. I have tons of hours in it and I never played the actual game. So (laughs) there you go. I have to acknowledge it in some way. uh, All those hours and all that time. Uh, Next category is Game I Need to Mention to Stop a Bunch of It Was Snubbed Memes. Mm. Uh, That's Marvel's Spider-Man 2.
0: Oh, because you could have said Hogwarts Legacy, or you could have said Starfield, and I would have thought those were it, too. But in this case, those Spider-Man people are hard to control, and they freak out. They're like herding cats. All of you who love Spider-Man 2... This is for you. Go ahead.
1: So, like, that's the thing. It's it's great. It's fantastic. It's another one of those games on any other year. Uh, it would have been a shoe in for Game of the Year. It's one of the best games I played this year. It's just not in this year. It's not in the top five. Um, but I did want a place where I could mention it and sort of acknowledge, like, just how good it was. Um, they really did a lot of cool things every time... You know, I think all the characters you play as in that are really solid. It's made me excited for where that series is going and uh, had a a fantastic game. Awesome. Uh, And then finally, the best games I didn't get to play enough of in 2023. This is a way to acknowledge some games that I definitely feel like belong higher on my list um, than they made it. And it's simply because I didn't play enough of them. Uh, number three, Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon, is, I've said it before, exactly what I wanted in a mech game. It is, it is just perfect. Like, I loaded it up, I didn't want to get bogged down in things, I just wanted to be a cool mech. I wanted to do cool mech things, and then I wanted to buy parts to become a cooler mech, and that is literally the loop of this video game. Uh, that's what you want, that's what you want to do. It's fast, it's uh, frantic, it plays well. Everything Armored Core 6 does is just spot on and very, very good, but I didn't beat it. I didn't make it far enough to consider it any higher than it is. But um, it will but get
0: it'll get some love next year from you, I think, right? Yeah, Maybe yeah even I'm early. sure
1: it will get more. And yeah. it let me make a mech that looked like Shockwave, speaking of a previous <laughs> That's thing. right, I forgot about that. <laughs> um, so uh, number two is Sea of Stars. Uh, yeah. This is actually very high on my list. I've put about... Four and a half hours in Deceived Stars at this point, and it's incredible. It's it's amazing. I understand completely why this game is on so many Game of the Year lists. Uh, it is a both an homage to some of the best uh, JRPGs that have ever been made, while also adding its own twist on gameplay that uh, makes the gameplay not feel as dated as it might it, when you go back and play some of those other games. Mm-hmm. It incorporates smart elements like Super Mario RPGs, uh, time to button presses to do extra damage or take less damage on defense. So even though it is turn-based, you still feel like you are doing uh, active battling to some degree. And then a lot of other little mini games of you know tap A on this, hold A with this um that's just really smart and gets you in there it also is one of the most beautiful games i've ever seen the sprite work in this game is just absolutely stellar uh and you know they obviously love the games that inspired them there was a character i talked to that i knew exactly what they were going to say because it is a perfect homage to chrono trigger um they know what inspired them and it's games that they're the reason i love these games so Sea of Stars is a love letter to that, and it is, it's is—it's truly an amazing game. I think if I had played through all of it, it might have even been in my top five this year. Yeah. Um, and then number one, Alan Wake 2. Alan Wake 2 is a game that I did not get to spend enough time with. Uh, I've seen enough of it to know that it is something special, that it is far more than what it presents uh, on the surface. And that they're doing some incredible things with narrative and storytelling and universe building, uh, in addition to all the things that they're always good with. With it, their one best, it won best narrative at the video game awards. Yes, it did. I, I've I've heard that. Um, <laughs> you know, it's done some really creative things. Uh, unfortunately, I did not play enough of it, and I need to get to it. But there was a lot to play this year, and. Uh, Alan Wake too unfortunately fell by the wayside, uh, so I will probably be talking more about that next year.
0: Very nice. Uh, by the way, I was just sorry to shift gears, Bo. I was looking at your visage here on camera, and your your beard is really gone. It's coming. It's out. It's there. It's a big My beard. Yeah, your beard is oh. awesome, and I love it. I'm this is not this is not, this is not a yeah, uh, pejorative. Yeah. But I was reading I YouTube. Like, I
2: look like a creamsicle. It's like purple and. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, was re- I was reading some YouTube comments, and we got a guy in there calling you Beard Man, and
2: uh, oh, I'm yeah, I'm the Beard Man, eh? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah, how's that you feel? Happy with me. How does that feel? We all have beards, so I don't know. Uh, I
2: think yeah, he,
1: was mad. he was mad. We all have beards, but you're the beard man. You are the beard which man. Which really Yeah. I mean, he, was, he, he was just mad because
2: I was throwing shade at Mario. He's like, uh, isn't this the guy that said Diablo 4 it was good? I'm like, there's yeah. six buttons in Diablo 4. There's two, Mario. <laughs> <so, yes. laughs> also, there's a bunch of items i got to put together and math i got to do.
0: Yeah, that definitely won't make yeah. it
2: worse. It'll be fine.
0: I'm sure we won't hear from him again. We won't hear um, from uh,
2: Comment Man. Comment Man. Because you're Beard Man. He's Comment Man. Anyways, what do you want to say? You just think the beard is too much? No, no. I think it's awesome. I think
1: it's great. It's do spectacular. Not,
2: yeah, don't change it. It's freaking right. Got riot. Santa Claus vibes going now. Big time.
1: It does.
0: Uh, Let's get to our next group category. This is a fun one. Uh, Group category number three, best non-2023 games of 2023. Uh, We each picked three. For me, it's WoW Dragonflight at number three. And uh, I played it in January, but I played most of it at the end of the year. And uh, the game or the expansion actually came out the year prior, that fall. And I think... The Dragonflight is awesome. All you people with your season of discovery, it's great. I'm glad you have it. I'm really stoked that Blizzard didn't decide not to do all these classic things. I think it's amazing what they're doing, but I have no interest in it. And all my interest in WoW happened in Dragonflight, and I really like that expansion. I think it's awesome.
2: It's a good thing we're not talking about games we played today. I don't think because mm. I tried a few hours of retail this week. Oh, oh! And <laughs> I gotta you? say, yeah, I didn't like it. Oh, I, like it. I was like, I gotta get out of here. This is, but you know, it's only a couple hours. Like, eh. I, I don't want, I don't want to get into an argument, but I was kind of like, man, like I actually like. It's just weird to be. We're playing the same game. I mean, at the end of the day, we're playing the same freaking game. Right? Yeah. But it's yeah. it's weird to be like, no, no, uh, diet Pepsi's better. No, no, regular Pepsi's better. Mm. Don't screw you, mm. you know, <laughs> or whatever to like, not screw you. But you know what? I mean? You know how that kind sure. of thing goes, right? It's more like Coke Classic. We're, we're playing the same game. <laughs> like it's you know, but sure. Uh, I you I'd be
0: curious if you gave it more. I mean,
2: two hours is eh, two hours is a fair amount of time though to kind of get a taste for it. I, I think. I think part of it is it's getting overwhelmed from coming back like i just it's like it's just kind of it's hard to set your foot back in like it's just like yeah. i had like 15 messages and quests pop up i got 30 dark moon fair items in my bank i have so much gear i have no idea where it's from or where it's for and uh the combat's pretty juicy like that's all right like i like that but um yeah, I just I was like I don't know I like I like starting from I think what I'm liking about WoW is I'm starting from one, mm. Mm. and I don't want to start from one in a game with thirteen expansions. You know I understand. I mean? Yeah, no, I totally. So I, get I have it. to pick up I have to pick up a level boosted character, but then I feel like like I'm late to the party. You know, mm. like like you said, you've been playing this whole time, so you yeah. haven't really missed too many beats or thread. But like, I feel like I'm just off the ride, and and playing classic, it's like I'm at level one in Durotar. Like, I feel. You know, and it's not so much game that, in fact, because it only goes to level twenty-five, it's comfortable. Like, mm. ah, I'm done. Mm. Like, I can stop playing and 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 now and feel fine. Like, I've done everything. So
0: that's really interesting. I'm glad you have that perspective on it because I I haven't I've, I've had a hard time figuring out why I'm the opposite. You know, kind of the problem the opposite way. Oh. I, I think it's I think it's kind of what you said, but flipped. It's it's I never left, so going back feels like well. Well, I already, I'm in this game already. I've already done this part. Why am I doing that again? But if yeah. you if you haven't been keeping up, and then you go back to that, and then you try to go forward to retail, it probably feels weird. It probably feels well. Yeah. Well, like
2: chromie at one point's like, hey, where do you want to go? Level? Do you want to level in the the burning crusade? I'm like, didn't I do it on this character? <laughs> I, Bur, burning crusade or shadowlands? Well, I'm like, well, I'm not going to start a whole shadowlands expansion just for ten levels. And then it's like uh, something else I did, like Legion. I'm like, didn't I do Legion? Mm-hmm. And then I did some of the, you know, there's, there's scenarios for the starting races. Yeah. So I did a couple of those, but I I teleported. I'm like, I'm in Ghostlands. Now I'm in uh, Molten Core. Now I'm like in some spaceship, I think, <laughs> that's part of Legion, like the Lightforged Draenei.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I, I was just like all over the place. And I'm like, this is such a smorgasbord of like, random shit but like you know world of warcraft is like the classic is like okay i'm in Duritar, uh there's that stupid poison quest where i gotta run all the way to a guy who tells me to run all the way back out to get the poison and then run all the way back to ogromar and then mule the poison back and have to do it in 45 minutes the next 45 minutes of my life i've now given up to this quest like there's there's pain points in classic absolutely that make me want to um you know just I don't know, just swear and, and be angry. But anyways, it's just weird though getting into retail and feeling like wow the graphics are so good. I hate it because like, you're not used to it, right? You're like this isn't wow, it's too
0: good. It looks too good. Yeah, yeah. It is one thing. way of seeing the changes in a very stark way, right? It's going yeah, from but one like, to look the
2: at the, the RTX. RTX, it's hurting my eyes.
0: Ugh. Yeah, right. There is there is ray tracing in it. That's true. Yeah. No, no. uh, okay. Well, interesting. So for me, number two, uh, Guild Wars Two is my uh, is my other old game that I played a lot of this year. And I played a lot of it yeah. while I was playing WoW and ended up getting sucked over there for a, a sizable chunk of time. Uh, leveled a character to 80, got another one sort of there, and then a third one even playing. Like, I don't know what happened in Guild Wars 2, but Guild Wars 2 got real good while I was away, and that thing's that things rad. I like that I think game.
2: it's kind of the same thing as classic, where it's kind of just like it's, it's an end-of-life stage, so... I assume ArenaNet's working on another game that to be like they're not just like this is all we do for the rest of the I would time. assume Guild so. Wars too. Yeah, so assume I assume so. it's their team B that's keeping up on the updates. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, Yeah, just do whatever's cool and fun. Kind of like how SOD is happening with classic, right? It's like, yeah, just take the old game and, you know, do whatever. Yeah. And and they're kinda you because know, like SOD does kind of throw shit at the wall and it's like it's good. And it seems like Guild Wars is kind of the same vibe as it's you know, when I'm in there. Yeah. It just feels like the heyday of that Game passed. Is that? I mean, right yes.
0: The only difference is, I think it still maintains the it still maintains the core experience. If you start a new character, you do it exactly like you did in 2013. They've there's no like time travel, you know, like the stuff they do with Chromie and and stuff to make new yeah. characters. They don't none of that exists in there. So if you're gonna play, you're gonna play the the way that you play, and you're gonna work through that world. You're gonna do your stuff, and there's some shared account stuff, but for the most part you're starting fresh. Um although it's a lot better now that now that if you have the right expansion, you have mounts. They're very cool dynamic mounts in that game and you get one right away if you start a new character that's a ground mount. That's the leaping uh raptor thing and he's great. So that helps a lot. Like the early game feels a little less of a of a drudge um as a result cuz you can traverse the place but uh but yeah, it's a they they have very different approaches. Uh, blizzard and arena net arena net seems to be like we don't want to you know this is the game from one to whatever and when you max out at 80 yes it's a ton of end game content pvp pve blah 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 blah, blah but we still if you want to do a new dude you got to go do it the old-fashioned way and i think i like that so it's a weird kind of classic part of it i don't know they're very different games in a lot of ways so blizzard Keeps taking ideas from it, though, I've noticed. <laughs> uh, finally, for me, Mark of the Ninja. I mentioned it already. That game's amazing. I love it. And I've been playing the uh, the remastered version, which came out last year, and it's fantastic.
1: John. Yes.
0: Oh, my gosh. One of uh, these is a Transformers game. Let's go. I
1: know. I know. You looked, you looked ahead. No. Yeah. Uh, my best non-2023 games of 2023. Number three, uh, we talked about I got weirdly into Transformers this year. And uh, in getting into it and also reading a news story about how you couldn't buy Transformers War for Cybertron anymore, but you could still play it if you owned it on Steam already, uh, I remembered that, yeah, I own that game. And I'd never played it. I bought it because it was on sale and I Transformers always seemed cool from a distance. I'd never got into it. And I decided to play Transformers War for Cybertron, a really old Transformers game. And I loved it. It was super good. Uh, And I am super sad that you cannot buy this game and play it anymore. I felt guilty recommending it on the show for all the people that can't buy it and play it. It's really, really good. And uh, yeah, the Megatron I was showing earlier, he's in there doing his Megatron things. Uh, Second stage, you're playing a Starscream flying around. Um, It's... I wish they would do a remake or remaster of this game badly. Well, you might right? get it.
0: You might get your wish because this was held up in some of the Activision stuff. And now that Microsoft owns it, I don't remember who said it, but somebody's on record as saying, at Microsoft saying, oh, we, we'd we love to revive those. We'd love it to bring needs those a, back.
1: It needs a fresh coat of paint, a yeah. little more color. It's a little too desaturated here, but... Uh, from a gameplay perspective, it still plays really, really well, um, and I just had fun. Like it, it just harkens back to that age of like we're not bogged down by a lot of things that a lot of modern games have. It's just like, no, get in your Megatron, start shooting shit. Like yep. that's what you're doing. If you're not shooting it, hit it with a big hammer. That's yeah. what you do.
0: That's what you do. Uh,
1: why are you worried about something else? Like there's gonna be a cutscene, but yeah, like you, you can care about it or not. Just play the game. Yep. Uh, And I had a great time with it. Uh, Number two is Octopath Traveler. I had a lot of people ask if Octopath Traveler 2 was going to be on my game of the year list for this year. No, because I was too busy playing Octopath Traveler 1, which is a fantastic game. uh, And I haven't gotten to 2 yet as a result. I know they're not connected. I know I don't have to play them in order. But I'm not wired that way. So I'm still playing Octopath Traveler 1. And uh, I just think that that game uh, looks great, looks uh, amazing, and is again, it's a nice throwback to a type of game that I really like. I I do think Sea of Stars maybe elevates it a little further um, and stands out uh, a little above it, but I had a fantastic time with Octopath Traveler as well.
0: Yeah, I played 20 hours um, of the new one, and it is very good, but I I don't remember why I fell off. I think it was because Baldur's Gate 3 came out, and then all bets were off.
1: Because it's a long-form RPG. Yeah, that's it too. <laughs> I think that's where the problem
0: might be. Look, sky. I walked into that arcade. I, play, I put 20 hours of quarters in it. I then got distracted yeah. by some other shiny arcade machine. That's, yeah. it, that's what yeah. happens.
1: That's how you play games. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, number one, unsurprising maybe, World of Warcraft. Uh, this, is, this is a game I swore off of. I was done, and I was happy to be done. Not only did I feel burned by the brand and the game in general, but I went on and I was like, oh, there's better versions of this game out there. Um, I still think that. But what ended up happening was World of Warcraft kind of realized that they dropped the ball and they started fixing their shit. Hmm. And they did it in two ways. One, retail put out a solid expansion And continued to become more and more user-friendly while showing more and more listening to the fans, which is something they have had a very hard time doing in the past. Um, And while all that was going on, Plastic started to become interesting in a couple different ways, whether that was hardcore becoming a thing that was fascinating to watch and enjoy from a passive perspective, or season of discovery being a truly unique and different twist on something that was familiar. I played a crap ton of world of Warcraft this year, and I didn't think I would have ever played. Never
0: would have predicted that based on the last couple of years. I never would have thought that you would have been
1: in there at all. And I'm shocked. Like I, I am definitely the bridge between you two. I am. I've enjoyed my time in season of discovery just as much as I've enjoyed my time in retail. I fluctuate between the two of them. In fact, the biggest frustration for me is that because I like both of them, when I log in, it's sometimes very hard to decide where that attention needs to go.
0: Mm, I could see that. Yeah. I've heard, you're not the first person to say that either. There's a lot of split, split personality going on in there. but uh, well,
1: you, maybe you
2: can just play on Saturdays when we do the core community stream.
1: <laughs> I got to level up first. I got to go yeah. fight harpies again.
2: Yep. Yeah. Well, you know what? We have a lot of 25s. I bet you they'd be willing we, people will be willing to help you we have and
1: then i got a social we have
2: we have 200 <laughs> we have about 200 we're feeling about 230 characters in the guild
3: that's great. um
2: so we have a lot of people i mean a lot of those are alts but still even if you were to half it, it it's most generous it's i think there's still like a, more than 100 150 unique players in the core guild so that's
0: awesome i love I
1: mean, that i'm in core yeah. on retail and i'm in core on uh, season of yeah. discovery it's I'm, all hopping
2: I, I, I'm just trying to entice you again. I've been put up to this by my, you know, they give they give me streamer privilege on loot drops. Like so Scott I'm has raided with me. Like for if, for if S- S- SOD, t- yeah.
1: Scott, you've raided with me. You know that they're not asking for what they think they're asking by having me join. No, I am not fun to rate. With. No, well here's no, but here's here's the <laughs> thing. Here's the
2: thing. I think when you raided, Scott was an instance guy. You're as round Roundtable. You know, people know Scott. Now we're all core. Yeah. So now, if you don't want to do something. That's not going to help my
1: bad habits. I was well known before and I was (laughs) hiding from trash and
2: hiding in dead bosses. If you don't want to do something, just say streamer privilege and (laughs) it'll be understood. You know, we can thank Asmongold for that, for paving the way for streamers to get all kinds of privilege. Uh, while everyone else does the work, mm. and I think it's Scott to some extent too, because he—oh, I did—I just didn't brag uh, about it. That's he doesn't all. do professions. I remember conversations on Instagram. Well, sure, he doesn't do
1: professions, me. but he participates in the fight. That's true. I fight, <laughs> yeah. and I well, never—we all once... have our
2: own personalities. It's you know, we don't we don't have to be the same. But yeah. you know, if there's something, the uh, Ew, you mean I have to kill trash? Ooh, I'm going to sit <laughs> out.
1: Well, then you can do that.
2: I <laughs> never want to be like, yes, Sire, we will kill the trash for you. Wow, you know. Sire
1: always participated in the fights, and he, you know, he was a he was a model raid citizen. And when he was told not to do something, he listened. He right. didn't go. you're that's not going to tell me what to do. And then yeah, yeah. but how, do how what many told not to? How many mm-hmm.
2: times did do people give you flasks? Oh, the all, the all the yeah, time, all the time. Because I don't I hated own, that stuff. He's got his own thing. Somebody had to earn the gold to, and make the time to make those flasks. Yeah, uh, but that's that's part of the privilege. It's like well. I do a show and that takes up time, time that I could be making flasks. So we can't have both. <laughs> Either you give me flasks or we don't have a show. Here's, here's a funny perspective
0: thick. on that, though. When I was playing with John in those early days, I didn't know that he was hanging back in a corpse of a, of a boss we just beat until the trash was gone. I didn't know he was skipping trash in other ways or sneaking around that way until like, somebody like Ben would tell on him and go, Oh, I see. John's uh, up to his usual, whatever. And it used, I mean, that stuff, that shit cracked me up. So the main (laughs) reason.
1: put raid icons over my head so they would know where I was. (laughs) This is why. This (laughs) This is why. Not not for any strategy, just to know where in the room I was at any given time. If anyone
0: wants to know the genesis of me deciding to contact John and say, hey, we should do some content, it was this because he would make me laugh so hard on those raid runs. Partly because he was so immovable on his attitude about it. Like, you would made me laugh so hard in there.
2: and yeah, A normal human being would be like, oh, I'm sorry. I guess I got busted. John's like, no, I'm not doing trash. I'm not doing that. <laughs> He's like, you guys,
0: I'm getting ridiculous. a pizza. I'll be gone for 10 minutes. Good luck on that <laughs> trash run. And then he would find us at the end of the boss and then get whatever loot there was. And it was freaking funny. So if that's what you guys over there in your season of Discovery want, I got good news for you. John your man.
2: <laughs> They want, they, they, oh, they uh, it's not me asking. It's the group. They're like, Bo, can you ask John what's going on with his character? Is at 19. It should be 25 by now. And I said,
1: Oh, <laughs> it ask. really should be. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah. It absolutely That's great, be. though. I
0: love that you played this at all this year. I think it's great. And Blizzard, you were, you were right to ignore Jalen Brack's thing when he said, You think you want it, but you don't. I, I think, I Apparently think it's proven do.
2: out. I, uh, it's proven I'm out. As shocked as <laughs> anyone that I'm playing it, I was like, I've, For sure it was done with wow but i'm finding my i even tell like people when i'm playing listen i'm only playing saturdays okay and the worst thing about MMOs is they all see you log in, so it's like it's
1: know Sunday Sunday morning, King
2: Gareth logged in. They're like, <laughs> Oh, somebody's playing World of War I'm like, Shut up, I'm not here. I'm not really here. And yeah. then I try I, I named all my alts Goreth, so I can't even get away with sleeping on an alt. Like I was playing on an alt the other day and then I got an invite to my own guild and I was like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Then
0: you get the real real ID friends and they're gonna they're gonna spot yeah. you and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah.
2: So I'm just like, whatever, I just have to be honest about it. I don't wanna be playing as much as I do, but I find myself going and what if i logged in and just played a bit of wow
1: let's come and, for food it's yeah. the same reason i end up in Fortnite mm, most yeah. more often than that's not that's pretty I, much how i, I do go it, under yeah. the guise of what's in the store today are they gonna sell me ninja turtle skins yeah and then next thing i know i've played five rounds <laughs> of Fortnite. <laughs>
2: like you do all right uh, Sorry, this was your section, and we kind of derailed
1: No, it. no, that's good. I that think we, Oh, no, exactly that was your top one okay.
2: Yeah, let's
0: talk know. to Bo now about your three games that were your non-2023 best games of 2023.
2: Yeah, the best ones, are, okay, so they're not going to surprise no one except maybe the third one, which is a humble little game called Stacklands. This game is amazing. We've talked about it before on the show. It is a solitaire card game that is like a survival game, like Valheim or mm-hmm. Don't Starve Together or something like that. But it's cards. And you just play solitaire and you can play the solitaire for literally like 20 hours. And there's some fighting in it, but it's mostly nonviolent, weird kind of subversive. Um, it's one of those games that also is in the category like vampire survivors or, you know, um lethal company, you know, made by a guy. And I, you know, I just, I look at this game and I'm like, Like I can do this. Like I'm not saying I can whip one out in a weekend. Okay, please don't meme on me. But I'm just saying, like, (laughs) you program a 3D surface, you make some cards, you do something compelling with those cards, and boom, you got a game. Yeah. And that's what this. And this. This. When it's non-violent like this, like just just the vibe of it, I'm just really impressed with this game. That's all. Yeah. It's it's great. It's fun to play. I've lost a ton of hours. There's a new expansion. I haven't gotten back to it yet. But I still, I sunk a ton of time in 2023. I love Stacklands. As, as card games go, this is my card game. Yeah. And uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, no notes um, on that. It's a fantastic game. People should play it. And it's cheap. Yeah. There's no reason not to pick it up.
2: And the music's great. And just the the little sound effects, like, like, you go, like it makes little <laughs> noises and things, like, just, just, yeah. just great little cute noises. All right. Number two, uh, I played a lot of Dark Tide this year, and mm-hmm. I, I remain a big fan. We've talked at length about why not. Ever, it's not everyone's cup of tea, but I am definitely a reject, and I definitely identify with the rejects of the uh, that you play as in this game. I think the guns gunplay is solid, and I love that they're working on it. So who knows, you may be playing this in the future. I liked I liked this game quite a bit. Nothing much it. new to say, other than it's a solid, uh, solid uh, PvE shooter. I want to get back in. This is the year I get back Um, in, I think. Yeah, maybe we'll find some time to play. Yeah. I also think the increasing difficulty levels are quite good. It isn't just deeper health pools, but like more crazy banana pants stuff. It's it's got good difficulty uh, sliders. All right. And the last one, a non-2023 game, Yakuza Like a Dragon. That was a game that came out last year. And I finally put uh, my head to the pavement. I put my head on the pavement? Is that what you said? I put my head on the pavement and... (laughs) I don't know play how that works. <laughs> and cranked it out. <laughs> yep, that's the real what, image. That's what they do. <laughs> put your head on
1: the pavement and crank it out. Yeah. I put my head on the pavement and cranked out. <laughs> like
2: a dragon. And I'm glad I did. It, there's a lot of exposition in the beginning. It's a bit slow to start, but damn, is it, is it. If it isn't one of the best GRPGs, emotionally touching, just full of pathos, wonderful performances, good in English and in Japanese, um, it's just so good. It just made me fall in love with the whole franchise and what they're doing over there. Um,
0: Can you remind me yeah. if the new game is all, It's also turn based, like back to that, right? Is that what they're doing? The, uh, one the infinite kind of, not wealth, that's wealth is
2: not a, Yeah, the yeah. infinite
1: wealth. That one.
2: The man who erases name is back to the roots of, of being a punching uh, game, right?
1: But infinite wealth is turn based. Right.
2: Yeah. Okay. Good.
0: Because I really like that. And. In- this one
2: yeah well i mean it's worth getting to the end it is a it is a long game but it, it, that's what i mean it's meaty like you get your money you feel like i got my money's worth and it you know it has this big dramatic ending and then when you're done you do have a, a repeatable dungeon not infinitely repeatable but a dungeon you work on getting stronger as beating this big sort of boss has a great like pinnacle content i guess as well which i also i 100 percented achievements on the game not all the mini games. I F you Shogi. I hate Shogi. Um, <laughs> I wish they'd removed Shogi from the game, but you know, and imagine Mahjong I could do with that too, but I realize it's important for the franchise, but I'm never getting achievements on those. You like doing the but, karaoke uh, business and all that stuff? Oh, hell yes. It's yeah. like the karaoke is a, a good one. You know, you just do it a couple times. You try and get the little scores and you're good. It, it doesn't ask much of you on the, on some of those games.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, I don't know. And I like the little like go-kart racer in the, new one
3: oh
0: yeah
2: but yakuza like a Dragon. it's a great onboarding point too the other thing is there's tons of yakuza games tons of lore you're gonna see that lore in this game but it stars its own cast of characters that are not in any other games so it's easy to you know feel like you're starting somewhere new along with
0: i also like that it's very easy to tell where you are in the timeline depending on his hair length you know what i mean yes
2: Yeah, yeah his hair tells you a lot i actually like
0: that there's like story value in his hair it's yeah. not just crazy. It's like got a point. So
2: it is crazy though. All the Japanese people are like, What's up with your hair? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> He's such yeah.
0: a reject too. He's such a like I don't even know what to call him. He's different. He's different than all those other stoic Yakuza people. He's well just, they
2: explain and once once you get into his whole backstory about how he became a Yakuza, it makes sense. He 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 was just well, I mean, it's it's early in the game. He that old, The older Yakuza family patriarch saves his life, and he's forever grateful. He's an orphan, doesn't have any parents, so he looks at that patriarch as a role model. Yeah. And it saves his life. He cuts off his finger for That's a right. kid he doesn't know to save his life because he was a young, brash idiot. And then so he's just like, I'll be forever be grateful no matter what, and he doesn't have any other father figure in his life. Mm. But he's like, he picks that guy as a father figure. Yeah. And then when he gets asked to go to take the fall for a crime and go to jail for 18 years, when he's only like 18 himself, he does it without question. Yeah. Loyal. And so basically he's like 18 years old. He goes to jail for 18 years and comes out in his 40s. Yeah. And like he's just, he's missed, imagine missing your 20s and 30s. That's like his character is still like a kid really immature and doesn't know what a cell phone is. But likes Dragon Quest and thinks some fighting is Dragon Quest. It's so good. It's just so well done. Yeah. Like they That's my
1: favorite they, detail is that they uh, they make it a part of the story that he does turn-based uh, combat. They're like, Why do you let people hit you? You're I, a fantastic uh, fighter. And he's like, it's the honorable thing to do. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He's he's got the video game Disney mindset of learning about these things. Not an actual he's not an actual crime person. So he's a fish out of water, you know, uh, in this world, which is sure. like a good thing. It's yeah. a good character to play. Yeah. Love it. Um, and, um, uh, what else? Yeah, so that's, that's it. That's my. Oh. Uh, these are the, these, this is the end of best non-2023 games of 2023.
0: Well, now look what we get to do now. We get to do this, which is start this up. <laughs> and we get to talk about Bo's weird list of stuff that doesn't fit into neat little yeah. categories. Bo, take it. Take I, it to I, us. I,
2: I'm not running a list of nominees. I'm just giving out the award and who gets it. All right. So, first up on the award list Best Adults in Diapers Award. (laughs) Uh, And that goes to Furious Baby Patriarch Gondawara and Yakuza Like a Dragon. So, uh, aforementioned game. Uh, I don't see grown men in diapers very often in video games, so when I see one, it, it gets an award. There you go.
0: I like how you qualified it. I don't see grown men in diapers in video games very often. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, in real life, it's another real thing. real life, I mean, you can't walk down the street without falling over one.
2: Yeah, they're everywhere. And that's the Tuesday down at the Legion. <laughs> um, all right, so... Uh, all right, next award. Here we go. Drumroll, please. Best worst class to play Diablo 4 Hardcore in. Rogue, oh gosh dang it! I lost my rogue again this week. It's the third rogue that's died. Uh, I'm never playing rogue in hardcore again. Forget it. I'm wow, it.
0: why? Why do you suppose rogue is the most? It's just paper thin, or what? What's
2: it's why? just paper thin? And I play barbarian, so I like mitigation. It's mm-hmm. hardcore, right? I, I like having all the insurance. It's like a diaper for your health bar. You know, like it's, yeah. you know, it, rogue is just like take damage and die. Like I just, I got froze. I don't. I pushed the freaking scroll of escape button. It didn't work, and I died. So, but the Scroll of Escape works when I'm just walking and accidentally click it. Yep, sure, that button <laughs> works. But when I'm actually dying, you think the thing works? Nope, nope. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm done with hardcore Diablo Four. Pretty much, I think I'm done. I, I lost three rogues. I, I'm 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 done. It's I'm, great. I'm, I'm, I'm on the statue. I don't know what I'm trying to. prove. Yeah, what are
0: you anyway. trying to? I was going to ask. What are you trying to prove at this point? I I yeah, think I probably no, won't yeah. do any hardcore. But I think I am on the se- I'm on the season grind. I'll do that. I'm in for that.
2: The season was really fun, and I was just pushing to do Abattoir of Zir stuff, so I was doing uh, like level 60 Nightmare Dungeons, so 20 levels of 100. The enemies were like 120-ish. Yeah. And you got to do that to push your ranks, but I pushed a little too hard, and I died.
0: Yeah. Did you do it on stream again? Croaked on stream? No, this
2: was off stream. I was just like, let me just grab some dungeons. Oh, there goes my character. After like a few hours, I was like, that's great. Well, pour, pour one out for
0: his eighth rogue in a row, or whatever it's been. It's a lot of yeah, Rogues.
2: Well, anyways, if I do hardcore, I'm done with Rogue. I've played three of them. It's great. All right. All right. Next up, uh, this is a VR one, uh, best K-pop act to watch in Venta X. So Venta X is a great little <laughs> app on the App Lab, and they do K-pop performances. And thanks to watching the concert performances within Venta X, I've become a great fan of uh, Dreamcatcher, yeah. which people ask me about, what K-pop do you like? So Dreamcatcher is good, and I recommend it on Venta X. As well as a Kwan Yun-Pi, which is a, a great act as well. So uh, check it out there. If K-pop's not your thing, go on a Maze VR as a runner-up mention and watch Sarah Larson. She's, I think, a Norwegian singer. I can't remember or Swedish, something like that. And, you know, Northern Europe, that area. Sure. Also good concert. Scandin- Anyways, Scandinavian congratula- artist. Scandinavian. Yeah. Congratulations to all the winners on their awards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well done, everybody. Yeah. Someone please reach out and let them know they have an award waiting for yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's an email attachment. Um, so, <laughs> all right, next up, best you will cry like a baby moment. And that goes to like a dragon, the man who erased his name. I'm telling you, it's worth making it hauling your ass all the way through the campaign. You know, even Baldur's Gate 3, as good as that game is, uh, did not make me cry or feel sad or move me to the extent that this game moved me at the end. It was a shock because most of the game is pretty macho. Yeah, and you know video game style but there was an extremely tender moment at the end a long tender moment that made the whole thing super worth it retrospect and uh, I love that game forever for it and that's I think a lot of people felt the same way
0: that's great did you cry on stream for that one
2: no, I was playing alone. I was just bubbling or blurbling. or what is it, bubbling? Bur- no. bl-
0: blubbering. blubbering.
2: Blubbering. Blubbering, you know, by myself. Uh, <laughs> you don't want to be caught I'm,
0: blurbering. That's trouble. Yeah.
2: yeah. I, I, I mean, I need to play. A <laughs> I think I need to. I was less committed to doing the streaming as much as I am now because I was still working. So I think now I need to play the entirety of like a dragon on stream, probably. So You should
0: we'll, do we'll it. See. It's like John with his Final Fantasy rip through from one through. We're just. We're Jan 10? Yeah. We're in 10 right okay. now.
1: You know, All right. One You'll day be back. Maybe. We'll finish. Finish
2: 10 yeah you'll be back you'll be back yeah and uh, all right uh, next oh shit next award is best ongoing development of a game award that is Dark Tide. congratulations Dark tide on continuing to update your game it makes me very happy to know that that's the case because maybe someday other people will like it too yeah. and uh, yeah you're doing a great job uh, next award uh, email me for your email attachment <laughs> uh, next award is best VR modded game. Um, Oh, you played a lot of these, too, so this will be interesting. Yeah, and you can go to the Discord, flat 2 VR Discord and find out all the skinny, or just follow the Twitter account. Uh, There's still some great stuff we're looking forward to, but yeah, I do do mod a lot of games for VR, and the best one I played this year was Portal 2. Mm. Um, Even though it had some jank with flying infinitely, it doesn't quite work right. It was still a great experience that someone finally did. Everyone's like, you can't do Portal 2. It'll make you sick. And and I'm like, I don't care. I want it. I'm fine. I want to get sick. And someone... And someone did it, and I enjoyed it. I played a lot of the game. I didn't get quite to the end yet, but I played through a lot of it, and it was very fun. To is it, it, is it
0: weird VR. at all with or can you? Um, sorry, I was going to ask if you can do co op with the other robot. Somebody else can play it in VR or no?
2: Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think VR. It's, yeah, it's just display change. So, I and you probably yeah. could play with a non VR person. Portal two is so um, good. What a game! Yeah,
0: they need a Portal three. Damn it! I know we all want Half Life three, but really. Really, what I really yeah. want It's probably Portal 3.
2: That's what I really yeah. want. Give us Portal 3, the portaling or or port, what was it? Portal Drift? I portal drift. drift. Drift or portal. Port. The Porkyo Drift. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. All right. Next up best deserved an award, but didn't get one, like at all, a thousand times over. Jedi Survivor. Mm. Uh, I yeah. really like Jedi Survivor. I didn't finish it. The bugs, the, 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 the controversy of the game didn't bug me at all. Um, too much it was still a highly playable fun awesome game the mocap was great story was great I was really enthralled by it and I should get back to it and complete it because it was fun Uh, you play a game to have a good time be told a good story and there were some great set piece moments in it fantastic game like the Spider-Man 2 folks just a lot of good shit this year hard to make that one hit but the people who made it should be really proud and that's still a great game to, to dig up Also, another example
0: of an EA game that didn't come out with a bunch of bullshit in it to make me pissed at it. Other than, you know, they had some glitches on the PC version.
1: Well, yeah, but you're talking microtransactions.
0: Yeah, microtransactions and bad business shit. They didn't do that this year. I don't think they did any of that this year.
2: They probably pushed it out sooner than they were ready to. That's what it feels like because yeah. most of the game is good. Just like graphics and you know,
1: yeah, there's some performance parts, yeah. issues. Like yeah. I, I liked the game so much I beat it before the performance issues were fixed. So you know, yeah, I, I liked it so much I powered through it. I was like, this isn't ideal, but I like the game too much to wait.
0: I just, I just think EA deserves a recognition anyway, for going against type for themselves this year with yeah. multiple games coming out that are excellent games without all the shit added on to it, which they have been, you know, nonstop at for years. And suddenly this year they didn't, and I don't know why. Maybe they finally got the, they got the right idea. I don't know. But uh, that's good. All right, tell me about your best VR-made games right. for VR because this Hello. list is Definitive.
2: This is a list, and it's, yeah, VR game... VR, made for VR games. It's not modded, so they're made for VR. And my, my favorite. Now, I didn't play a ton this year, so it's a it's a lot of stuff I played, but um, here we go. Number five, Borderlands 2 VR. It's not a mod. It's an official VR release, so it counts. Borderlands 2 is way better. Like, it's janky, but apparently on Quest 3, it works better. I was reading comments about it, like... Just randomly, it runs better on Quest Three in terms of the UI jankiness. But even with the UI jankiness, that game's got a lot of explosiveness, right? Like a lot of stuff flying everywhere, and like we—it just really works in VR. And that's—it makes me look forward to Bulletstorm, which is now delayed till next year. Oh, but yeah. I really enjoyed Borderlands Two VR. I thought it was great. Cool. Um, uh, next up, Piano Vision. Not really a game. It's like Rocksmith, or yeah, Rocksmith, but for pianos. But it's an AR game where it teaches you piano. And I've p I've got a controller and a piano that I can plug right into the headset and play along with it. But you can just do a countertop and it'll just project the keys and you can learn to play piano on a countertop. It's cool. Piano Vision's awesome. Yeah. Um, next up is Vertigo 2. This is a one developer VR game. And it's just insane and random and crazy and colorful. And it's really great kind of a rick and morty sort of vibe to it with it not without it being rick and morty oh Um, yeah you
0: talked about this one i remember you going over this when we saw some video it looked really good Like
2: weird aliens some old man in the basement there's a war going on um you know it's just any with tyrannosaurus rexes it's just like it's just weird and it's just hodgepodge of assets that they're pulling together into a weird world that feels very rick and morty so it's like a it's like a
0: tool video or something old man in the basement covered in ash i
2: love it all right. It's great. Um, number two, an Assassin's Creed Nexus VR. Shocking, but proud of Ubisoft for releasing a, a pretty good title. Um, the the assassining is good. The mantling and the running around is really good for VR. Enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah. And number one is Asgard's Wrath. It's a total package. It's great, and it deserves its 10 that IGN gave it. It's still a VR 10, but that's still saying good things about this game. Uh, so far as I've played it, it's phenomenal. So there, if you're looking for good buys for your VR headset, there's a list there.
0: Yeah, it seems strong. That's a good top five. A bunch of games people like and recommend, and you certainly did your job this year on evangelizing the platform. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that. <laughs> uh, all right, we're going to take a break. When we come back from the break, that's right, it's the Core Crew's top five games of the year. The definitive list from each of us. To finish things out for our big awards episode. Not awards, but whatever this is. Our favorite thing. Things it's awards. awards. It's uh, awards. awards. Awarding
1: recognition. Yeah.
0: There you go. Recognition awards. Something to that effect. That's all coming up. I'll bet none of you can guess what we picked for game of the year.
1: you will never get it. You'll never,
0: You'll never get, get it.
1: Because, yeah, that's not, that's not it. We're going to give our personal top five. But then we are going to somehow agree on a single game to give game of the year to. Which is wild. So... There could be fights. There could be arguments. There could be bloodshed. Um, I don't know. There will be gonna blood. Try and, yeah. We're going to try and unanimously agree on what should be called the game of the year. So yeah. get ready.
0: If there won't be blood, there will definitely be a milkshake. And you will drink your milkshake uh, after this break. Drink it up. <laughs> drink it up. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back, everybody. Thanks for hanging in there for us. And uh, welcome to the part of the show where things get crazy. It's time for us to name the best games of the year. At least I do
1: have a question before we dive too far into this. Just personal preference real quick. Go. Do we want to each go, like, do we want to round robin style this where we each say our number five and then go to number four? Or do we want to just run through our each?
0: Oh, I like the round robin. I like that. Bo, what do you think? Round robin or no?
2: I, I like the round robin. I'm yeah. I'm just still s- second guessing my picks. Here. Your, li- your
0: list. <laughs> well, definitely not your number one, but I could see where the others might be slopped around a little bit. Uh, um, all right. Well, let's let's time. do that. Number five. I I think I'm maybe the only person to pick them. I am. I'm looking here, and nobody else did. I put Diablo Four at number five. I think Diablo Four is a very good action RPG. I think that uh, it has only gotten better. I like how the dev team is listening and building stuff around it. I still have major problems, like we talked about last week, with the in-game store and how it works sort of to undermine the gameplay of the game. So there's some definitely some issues. But the the systems that the game employs for the actual gameplay, I think, are as top-notch as you can get these days. And I loved playing through that campaign. I was happy to finish that and excited for the expansion. And I like the seasons so far. So, yeah, Diablo 4, Diablo 4, I can't talk, is my f- fifth favorite game of the year, new game of the That's year.
1: It's a good choice. Yeah. yeah, John, where are you at? Uh, my number five was Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I had a really hard time picking a game for this. It kind of felt like it was down to Remnant 2 or Jedi Survivor. I found a good place to talk about Remnant 2. But like Bo said in his, it didn't get an award, but we should be talking about, I do feel like we should be talking about Jedi Survivor. I had so much fun with this game that even though I was running into some of the technical issues, I couldn't put it down. I couldn't stop playing it. It is one of the best Star Wars games I've ever played. They took everything I loved about the first game, made it better, and they made me care about Cal Kestis, who was a character who I'm certainly on record of making fun of a lot. Yep. And uh, made his story and his journey very interesting. Um, And the second it ended, I went, why isn't there a third game? I need a third game right now.
2: Mm. Yeah. I'm sorry about that burp. I
1: didn't mute. I don't know if that.
2: Oh, I didn't hear it. No, no, we didn't hear it. Oh, okay, your new okay. mic is. I was uh, worried like the green. The green. The green was on, so I thought maybe it just burped through John's segment. I was like, that. <laughs> that was really rude. I'm sorry. No, uh, I think I your
0: new mute. mic is good at uh, burp. Burpless functionality. I'm
2: Still a little sensitive, yeah. but I, I agree with what John said. Uh, wholeheartedly support his. That pick game's is awesome. Five. Yep. Uh, Bo, what's your number five? Is a last minute change. Oh, and I got to. Ex- <laughs>
1: It made you alive, Scott.
2: I had Everspace Everspace two on here. Yeah. I really liked Everspace a lot. Same. And I still think about getting back to it. It stays installed on my system. But I had to swap it out for D four. Mm. It's just more ambitious, more tech like I'm like I can't I can't put Everspace to higher than Diablo four just from like achievement. You know, just sheer achievement level, right? Like if the world's bigger, there's a lot more going on, all that kind of stuff. Sure. So honorable mention to Everspace 2. Play it. It's good. Yep. And um, I'm going to give it to D4 as well. All right. I
1: feel like it almost has to be, like, even regardless of quality of game overall or how you feel about the quality, which you like it. I'm not trying to say you don't, but, like, what you did with Diablo 4 this year it almost feels like how is it not on the list? And the same way that yeah. people are like, how do you not give it to WWE 2K23? Like yeah. I almost feel that same rule applies for you. Yeah. yeah, I've got a couple hundred hours
2: in that game for sure. Like just throughout the year, I've played. I look back at my like vods on Twitch, and I'm just like, I've streamed the, I played a ton offline. I streamed the game a ton. I played a lot of Diablo Four this year, and it was very good. I liked it. I, all the naysayers were just hedging. I'm not hedging. I give it my full ten endorsement so nice great game
0: yeah it's good it's the only game about twice this year so well,
2: explain that
0: uh bow all right that was Bo. now let's go back to me for number four here is my fourth favorite game of the year sea of stars which i am i'm further in than john but i'm not i'm nowhere near the end i need to get back to it and i will i mentioned that in an earlier category but Sea of Stars left a big imprint on me and was the first game to peel me off of Baldur's Gate 3 and did it in a kind of major way for a couple of weeks there. It's all I wanted to to do. I can't wait to get back to it. John said it all earlier. I agree with everything he said. I would just add that it is rare for a game to be so referential to an earlier time and at the same time make strides of its own. And I think Sea of Stars did that really well so I like the game a lot so for me number four Sea of Stars Nice, John what about
1: you? Uh, Number four for me is Resident Evil 4 remake Um, Resident Evil 4 is considered one of the greatest video games ever made it's considered a landmark title one of the best of the series Uh, beloved classic of the Resident Evil franchise and Resident Evil remake did the seemingly impossible task of not only remaking that game, but making it better, and they did it. So, yeah. a it's game a game hell already of a thing. One of the best and make it better. This is how, and it's great.
0: John John struggled, not struggled. John, um he played through six times, different levels of difficulty, all the fun stuff you do in that game, all the new game plus and all that. He sat patiently while I played that game on stream and was freaked out by a lot of it, especially in that library. F that place. F it. Effort to tell and that <laughs> The
1: bugs. The oh my bugs, gosh, man. dude!
0: I hated those things. Um, but I, but I have to admit, like it's not on my list, but any other year would be in my top five. It is a hell of a thing what they made by making a game that was already great and making it better. And despite you know my aversion to horror games, and then Resident Evil has got some you know it's had, I've had my ups and downs with that series. That was a whole lot of fun to play through. So I'm I'm with you there. It's a good one. Uh, Bo, number four for you, sir.
2: Number four is War Tales. Woo! Uh, yes, and you I know what you're thinking. Better than Diablo Four? Yes. There's more jank. It. You know, best game doesn't necessarily mean technically best uh, packaging. Um, I been looking into looking for a great entry point into low magic, uh, turn-based tactical combat. I love. The gritty management, you know, sometimes you have to resort to cannibalism. You have to pay your guys and they leave. You can name all your characters. You can make bears fight for you. The presentation on this one is gorgeous. The music sounds like The Witcher 3. They did end up voice acting everything. The quests are a bit janky, but the overall vibe is immaculate. And you you cannot get this game. There's no other version of this game anywhere else that is this good or, or of it it's it's one of a kind and it's like what it is and it's my jam and did you I get it, this game did
0: you get a chance to do the pirate stuff yet or
2: no No, i'm still you know i'm still in the main area it's 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 a slog of a game like a playthrough is a couple hundred hours it's not a quick game um but uh you know i do plan on playing some more into the next year i do like the game quite a bit and um I I went back and looked at my time play, and I did play quite a bit for a while. I just, you know, lost out to other things coming up. Right. But uh, I really think this was a a great release, and I enjoyed it when it came out and still think of it fondly, and it it stays installed on my system.
0: Very nice. Uh, Number three for me is a game that has gotten not a lot of love today. I'm about to give it its biggest injection of love (laughs) my love injection.
1: Uh, injected, Scott.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, I love Starfield I think Starfield is a very cool Bethesda game and I say that that way because that's what it is that's exactly what you got into it's a Bethesda game with all the jank that implies with uh, some of the older systems that implies and everything else I do like them their games in general and this one is my favorite Bethesda title since let me say this carefully probably since Fallout New Vegas and I like Skyrim a lot and I played a ton of Skyrim but for me and my money Wait, Fallout,
1: Fallout New Vegas isn't a Bethesda game
0: well as Bethesda published you're right it was made by uh, Obsidian it's a fair it's a fair point
2: but it's, it's still the franchise the, the family of franchises
0: yeah, yeah yeah and they're still involved you know they had to be because they own it but um oh. I, I've i not enjoyed one with that, you know, the, that engine, those systems, that sort of thing okay. as much as, as I had then and certainly since Skyrim. I think Starfield is not as successful as Todd Howard would have led us to believe the kind of scope it was supposed to have originally. I think it under, he oversold it and it underperformed that a little bit. But for me it's still an impressive game and I still, I look forward to getting back into it. I look forward to you know Some of the issues that were problems then are already worked out, some of them. Some are still coming, like maps and cities and all that. That's got a big update coming in January. I think Starfield's red, and I think it was unfairly um, maligned by a lot of the community who just love piling on to shit for reasons that are... It depends on the game we're talking about, but Diablo experienced a bunch of that. Starfield certainly did. Um, people got shit I mean, for all sorts of games this year.
2: Not everyone's going to agree with this, but I definitely think the timing of Baldur's Gate 3 had a lot to do with how it was received. Oh, it definitely dinged it. Yeah. Like, I think if there was more space between them, it might have been a little different. But everyone was hot for one property and got to look at the other property and point yeah. fingers. And yeah,
0: that's true. Plus, you know, it's easy to want to pick on Microsoft at a time where they really needed a win and... You know, it's still one in terms of numbers that it it sold a ton of copies. They're they're happy it, with it. it you yeah, know,
2: it got content farmed. Like that's at the end of the day. You know, it was it was the streamer culture that really took a took to it, right? Like, yeah, there was a lot really farmed. Really farmed that. And Ballersgate even remember Ballersgate launched four weeks early to even. You know, they were sitting at Larry and sitting in that boardroom, going like, "Let's launch before." Yeah. We don't want to launch after Starfield because they don't know how good it's going to be or whatever. It might just trump them and they were more agile about it. And I think it had a lot to do with.
0: And I think Bethesda and Microsoft and everyone involved underestimated Baldur's Gate. I think everybody did. I think a lot of people just thought, oh, it's a CRPG. We've seen a million of those. What's the big deal? Oh, it's new graphics? Cool. Like I don't think they knew what they were. Uh, They've said as much. Didn't Phil Spencer, he came out and said, we didn't. We didn't respect what Baldur's Gate 3 was about to do. Yeah. And I think that that's probably true. But anyway, Starfield is my number three. John, number three.
1: My number three is Final Fantasy sixteen. Um, this was a very anticipated game for me. Um, and it is, it is a game that just was an exciting ride um, from the moment I started it to the moment I ended it. It was... You know, uh, I talk a lot about, like, the highest highs that I experienced this year in Final Fantasy sixteen might be that, like, there were multiple moments where I just cheered out loud from how insanely cool or over-the-top uh, a moment was in that game, and while, it, you know, it's only hitting it, and I say only in a year where there's lots of really good games here, but, like, to me the only thing that held it back was some of the lulls in between but like man when this game was popping off it was really popping off in a massive way and uh, from the music it's one of my favorite playing games um you know as far as combat and mechanics and how it all comes together it's this gradual slow roll um you know the combat was done by the guy who made devil may cry um got the credentials and boy did it play like it like the fighting in this game was fantastic and then the cinematics the scope and the music were right along with it it's um, a truly wonderful experience coolest boss coolest boss fights I had all year I'll give it
0: that they were really yeah, the, something
1: the scope and scale of them <clears throat> was just insane and every time you thought well it's not going to get bigger than this it somehow did
0: mm-hmm. yeah it's it's it deserves to be on someone's list as much, as much as I gave it shit for not holding me till the end. Uh, I mean, it was, it's a big deal that game. uh, Bo, you're number three.
2: My number three is like a dragon, the man who erased his name. Mm. And, uh, this didn't get a lot of love in the awards, but I got to tell you, uh, and this game even is less. Usually a Yakuza game has 13 chapters. This has five or six, it's a shorter side story but they've really perfected the yakuza formula with this one it being shorter is almost better um because it doesn't feel like there's any less story to it uh you know there's still lots of punching and fun to be had i think you know and the again i just look at the overwhelmingly positive feedback on steam that's as consistently stayed uh, afloat, uh, meaning that critical response, you know, is like, yeah, this is a good game. But in a, a game, in a year with a ton of good games, maybe it's not a standout, and I can accept that. However, I really enjoyed this game, especially the ending. The ending really ties it all together, specifically with Kiryu as a character. He's such a mythological tough guy, very unrealistic, but he's got a soft spot for orphans. And it's just sort of redeeming part of his character because he was one and that's how he ended up in the life he was. And, well, everyone knows he loves orphans, so they're always using them as hostages and shit. And, uh, you know, his whole MO is, like, about keeping those kids safe. And I just haven't cried that hard at a game in a long time. and Or, you know, maybe ever. Maybe Aerith, Final mm-hmm. Fantasy VII. It was really good. It was really striking. I can't say enough good things about this overall story. So
0: Nice. Number three. Looking forward to that uh, next yeah. one. Uh, all right, let's jump to number two. We're getting to the top one, you guys. No one's going to be able to guess it.
1: I'll never get it.
0: Uh, number two for me... Oh, it looks like I share it with someone. Anyway, Phantom Liberty. Yes, that's right. Cyberpunk 2077's expansion, and that is what it is. They call the DLC... It's not that. No, it's they more called it that. an expansion. Well, they explicitly did, but explicitly
1: called it an expansion.
0: But wasn't there some? Who, who was the? There was some. Idris
1: Elba went and corrected people. If you said DLC around Idris Elba, he said it's not DLC. It's an expansion. Gotcha. <laughs> if you're not going to listen to Idris Elba, who are you? Yeah. Gonna who are you going to, listen, gonna to listen to? Yeah, listen to
0: Stringer Bell.
2: <laughs> That's right.
0: Always listen <laughs> yeah. to Stringer Bell, unless you're in that warehouse or that. Yeah. Well, anyway, you know how uh, that he was the
2: added. brains behind the op- uh, the
0: uh, the operation. Yeah, he was going to like financial classes all day and stuff. Yeah, yeah. he in was the show.
2: he was the real mastermind. He's so behind good. Uh, what was it, uh, Barksdale? Barksdale.
0: Yeah, Barksdale was the guy. He's also the trainer in Creed, which is kind of fun. Yeah, since Barksdale's Barkstale. also
2: in uh, Dread too, I think. Oh yeah, he is
0: in Dread. The thing about him in Creed is he's helping train Creed, Apollo Creed's son. The same actor that whose oh, character yeah, he Michael had B. killed. Jordan, right? yeah, yeah, had him killed in that other thing, in The Wire. It's <laughs> funny. Anyway, uh I loved that expansion, and I loved playing through that game again. I think it finally came into its own with 2.0, which they very generously gave everybody before the expansion. The expansion was really reasonably priced in a lot of ways. How they did things from the business standpoint with that expansion and with the updates, felt, felt like an apology without having to give one. Uh, it's hard to explain, but it just felt like doing right by its players, by fixing all the shit that was broken when it launched, and giving us a more complete package, plus a very reasonably priced expansion that really added to, the, to that game. I think Phantom Liberty, and for that matter, Cyberpunk 77, would be my game of the year if it was a full-released game this year. I would have probably given that number one. I've said it before on the show. Um, it's just such an excellent package now. And you know what? My favorite side activity of that game was every day or so, Liam O'Brien and I would have a conversation because he was playing to it too. And I think he's done it three times now. He's, oh, he's so into it. The other night he sent me a bunch of pictures and saying, dude, look at this stuff from the guidebook in the 80s. They totally took this character and made it. Uh, this is where Rogue comes from. And this is where whatever. Like has all this inside. Oh, he's reading
2: the pen and paper.
0: Yeah, he loves it. So into
2: it. That's great. It is it, the 2020 pen and paper is like has this iconic feel to it. It's like of its era. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For you, sure. You, you wouldn't get like even the new editions don't write it with that vibe that that one has.
0: That one had abandon in it. It's crazy. And so we just had this wonderful like back and forth every day, and it was always getting to see kind of where he was when he got to fight uh, Adam Smasher after the Adam Smasher rework. Mm -hmm. he's just like going, oh my gosh, dude, now he can do this and this and this and that fight was trivial before and now it's like really hard, you know, just all this back and forth and uh, that was just a nice fun little side thing but I think it, there's a real genuine like these guys nailed it and they just needed more time before they put it out and it's a bummer that they, you know, had a launch like they did like any game that launches poorly blah, 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 but this thing is a really great video game now
2: and, he Liam should be the two new thing. V in the sequel. Oh, yeah. Put him in there. Why not? They should, they should get, yeah. As anyone for CD Projekt Red listening? We'd know a great voice actor. <laughs> He'd be amazing <laughs> in Liam. there. Yeah. For V2. Get Liam in there. I would love
0: that. Um, but yeah, number two, Phantom Liberty slash Cyberpunk 2077. Kind of owned me this year. I love that game. John, nice. what, what did you pick that's totally my, different than the one I just said?
1: My number two choice, get this, is Cyberpunk 2077 phantom liberty uh the game with phantom liberty i debated if i should call this game my best non 2023 game of 2023 and at the end of the day phantom liberty came out this year and i played through the entire game this year and as far as i'm concerned that's a this year release uh i think cyberpunk 2077 is one of my all-time favorite games period uh, wow. Love, wow. Yeah. I love this universe. I love the characters. I love the way the game looks. It's one of the best-looking games I played this year and it ran the best too. Like in a year where I couldn't even get Mortal Kombat to do a fight without stuttering, this game comes along, looks better than everything else and is running at an amazing frame rate all the time. Like it it's it's stellar Performance-wise now, and granted, they've had a long time to figure it out. I'm not trying to say that they worked some alchemical secret. It wasn't like that at launch, but um it's just the experience of this game in this world is uh is kind of profound. And a lot of these games, as much as I liked them, I've had my time with them, I played them, they're gonna sit on a shelf until maybe an itch comes back. I found out they added just a couple new things into Cyberpunk, and I want to play through, not just to see the new stuff, the entire game again. Mm. Uh, It's a universe I don't want to leave, which is shocking because it is a rundown piece of shit universe that nobody (laughs) should want to live in, and yet I don't ever want to leave. Uh, I, I cannot say enough good things about this game, and like Scott if it wasn't for the number one game any other year this would not only be my game of the year this is one of my favorite games of all time
2: yeah i'm I'm so happy that we were at this place because i remember when it was launched and everyone was like yeah you know it's just (laughs) nice to see how it's like really come along it's so good
1: yeah and i will throw on there not that scott knows this yet but he needs to this is the scariest video game I played this year. Oh, yeah. A I year didn't. where I played the Dead Space remake, Resident Evil 4, I played horror games. Cyberpunk 2077 is the game that genuinely terrified me this year.
0: Yeah. See, here's the so quick update on that. I paused before that choice for this reason, because John said, oh, it's scary. And so there's two things at play. One, I'm terrified to do it. Because I hate scary games, and two, um, I, nah, I well, I got busy with the rest of the game, right? So, yeah. like, I could pause there and go, all right. Well, there's a ton of shit to go clear out of the other places. I got so wound up in that in my second playthrough that I've just not gone back there yet. Part of me's nervous too. So there is, a, I am at the point of that Phantom Liberty story where it's about to play out in the way you described and finish up, and. I am. I haven't done it yet. I have a save sitting right there. It's ready to go. I don't know I what don't I'm gonna want do. It.
1: I need to watch you do this. You cannot do it privately. You have to do it on stream. All right. Please tell me you'll do it on stream. <laughs> well, I'll no. tell you which choice to make. Like, there's two choices. I, how about this? Here's the light spoilers. It's a choice between Reed and Songbird. Sure. I'm not saying the context, but you either choose Reed or Songbird read leads to scary songbird does not so and my heart
0: would lean songbird but you're telling me lead i gotta pick read
1: if on stream yes okay you should pick what your character is
2: rp to pick so yes
1: but specifically stream and pick
2: (laughs) (laughs) Read. all right i'm
0: doing it then i'm doing it we're gonna stream it we're gonna do it we said we were anyway it's just got busy we haven't had a chance but we will uh chat room says I look like the dude today. It's the sweater. It really ties the room together, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Um, okay, let's jump down to Bo and his second pick for the year. What do you got?
2: Uh right. So unlike you two, uh, I played Cyberpunk 2077, but just didn't get to the expansion. So I have still have no idea what's going on. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not picking games on my list that I haven't played. Sorry. Um, that means I have a replacement for it. It's not like I replaced it. I genuinely think this deserves number two, because I love the franchise. But I put Dead Space Remake mm. as one of my favorite things I played this year. Nice. Again, it was such a faithful remake that I remembered most of the maps, because I played through the first one a couple times. Um, but I loved how much they leaned into making that ship feel like a big engineering you know, behemoth. Like, just... The big rooms all the noise everything about that game just like hit the every second of playing that game i was having fun playing it you know And in a lot of cases there's lulls and stuff like that but i just enjoyed it the whole way through even though i played it again it was an absolute pleasure and and i enjoyed it so that's number two for me nice. Space remake is one of my favorite things i played this year
0: do you think we'll get any Further remakes from the series or are they gonna just jump into something? I hope so. Dead
2: space two is like considered a high point in the series, so it seems crazy not to remake two if you did this well remaking one, but you never know. And personally, I think Dead Space Three is good. It got slammed because that was in the era when microtransactions were making their first waves. Yeah. And it did have buy some currency for items. They can take that out, and it still had a Diablo esque kind of build your own weapon with in level resources while still being a scary ass game so I think Dead Space 3 is a great game Mm. it's more thing than alien you land on an ice planet but the ship graveyard is awesome and the ice planet's pretty badass too so I would love to see them remake both at this point or just you know take it in a new direction too I'd be happy with that considering how faithfully they handled um the original I could do with a different two, you know, like an alternate path. Yeah. I was. My fate is in their hands. There's also, well.
0: also a hell of a flex this year to have Callista Protocol come out. Everyone's excited. It's got all this old blood from the team. You know, can't wait to see what someone does with the ideas of Dead Space and make it better. And instead what happens is the remake of the
2: OG just trounced it. Like... Well, you wonder what the story is behind the scenes. I don't want to throw shade on anyone. I think they closed down the studio for maybe different or unrelated reasons. I don't know all the thing, but you kind of think maybe they would have at least invited back the creator. Maybe he said no just because he was slighted, you know, maybe yeah. by it. It might not mean anything, and um, it might just be sad that Callisto Protocol hit the way it hit, but that's it is on them right like they can test and launch the thing in good shape so at the end of the day i i'm I'm sad that that was the case for their game yeah had that awesome girl from the boys i still made yeah i I was gonna say um kimiko's in there and i'm just like i actually feel bad that i haven't played it because i'm watching the boys again i'm you know with my mom she hasn't seen it i'm like that's kimiko she's awesome
0: oh my gosh you're (laughs) watching that with your mom what happens with the penis exploding thing what are you uh, we haven't gotten there yet, but there's plenty of that.
2: And She's just like, oh
1: my god, I can't. But, you know. <laughs> I almost said that's Gen V, but then I realized, like, oh no, that's there's just a lot of penis. No, th- there's the like <laughs> <lines>. oh, that <laughs> Gen
2: V thing.
0: I wa- I watched Gen V by the way. I caught up on it. Oh, when, I haven't seen it. When yet. the little I did too. the girl I, that I shrinks, liked
1: it overall, but I didn't think it ended very strong.
0: No, the end is rough. I, I'm totally. I was just gonna say I totally agree. It's not great. The ending's not great. Although it's cliffhangery, whatever. But most of it I really enjoyed. But, man, do they got to have a tiny girl on a giant wiener? Do you really? Do I have to? <laughs> Is
1: that what bugged you, was the little girl like on a, a big wiener? Yeah,
0: I don't know. That didn't seem fair to her. That seemed rough. That seemed not, I don't know. That seemed like a bad job for her mm-hmm. to have as the as the participating, willing participant. But still, it's like, here, here's my giant. Ugh, I don't know, dude.
2: I, I, I couldn't do that. Plus, I mean, half of that show is just trying to do it for shock factor. You know, like they... They really do like doing that. They like shocking yeah. you. And they love penises on that show. They love them. They do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's funny. The whole I mean, There's series.
2: one season where he, the guy gets choked out by a giant set of penis or balls or something. Like that, <laughs> yeah, you know? the, yeah. Yeah yeah like it's but season four is coming so i want to do a rewatch. and my mom hadn't seen it so i'm like you should really check out the boys like she likes it because it's you know that critical satire that makes it so good and yeah. homelander is like a piece of work and my mom kind of likes english tv shows so butchers in it and he's the english guy so i'm like look it's an english guy and he's like fucking diabolical <laughs> <laughs> he is, he is kind of great you know he's like a, yeah. a stud studly violent dude who's unhinged it's oh, just so good i character. love that show yeah
0: it's yeah. really great um Chat Omega anyway. 9 in the chat says she wasn't really holding a penis. It was CG.
1: No, I know it wasn't real. <laughs> yeah, she didn't actually shrink and grab a big penis.
0: So I don't, I don't long know long why I had to be told that. Come on, that's,
1: Scott. Figure this out. This that's, is not real.
0: Wow. I, I've, I'm shocked. Um, all right. Where were we? Oh, we're now... We're game of yeah. the year.
1: Yeah, we're, we're number one. Game of the one. year, of the year of the you year. guys.
0: Game of
2: the year. Now it turns do, out... Do we want to do this one we all say it at the same time and see Yeah, let's match?
1: do a countdown and everybody yell it and everybody will just have to figure out what we picked.
2: All right. You
0: ready? Let's count it down. Yeah. In yeah. three, two, one...
3: Baldur's, Baldur's, Baldur's Gate 3!
0: Yeah. big shock everybody no. big shock now oh, you gosh. might say to yourselves bo who finished a complete run through and has multiple runs going john who beat the game and scott who got pretty far but then started a new run and i haven't actually finished the game some people are going to give me shit for that i don't care do what you want waste your you time i still know it's the best game of the year i just know it is i i didn't play anything like it all year and i played some games i'm really excited about finishing that are a lot like it. I I really like Rogue Trader so far. It is no Baldur's Gate 3, as good as it is. I loved Cyberpunk. It's no Baldur's Gate 3. Like, it doesn't... None of these other games come close, uh, regardless of your playtime, I think. Now, they're not for everybody. I know a lot of people are like, oh, I just couldn't get into it. I can't do turn-based, or I don't like old-school D&D concepts, or whatever, whatever your reasons are. I'm not making... You know, light of any of that. That's fine. Not every game is for everybody, but for me, BG3 just it rocked. It was a blessing that it could play so well on Steam Deck, so I could take it places um, and have it all synced up. I just loved that. That game's badass. I loved it. Uh John, thoughts? Baldur's Gate Three. What do you think?
1: I mean, it, it's hard to it's hard to say. Like, it is exactly. It is a game changer. Like, you know, there's a reason it promoted a bunch of articles or prompted, I should say, a bunch of articles of don't expect this from other video games. Uh, Whether or not that you think that that's fair or not, like there's a reason people's heads are in that space. It's because there's nothing like this. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just crazy good. It's crazy deep. I'm going to I will keep going back to this game. I have kept going back to this game. And uh, just sometimes I don't even know what I did different to see something different. That's how crazy it is. It's not randomization, but the smallest things you do can have massive impacts and cause crazy ripples. Um, It's it's just an incredible feat. And I think even if you are not a fan of this game, even if you're an outsider watching, I, I think you should be able to knowing what. have said about it knowing what it is at least understand where that decision came from like nothing no other game is like this um from the level of voice talent the level of depth the level of uh customization and um the branching paths and the narrative like everything about this game is strong yep yep it's
0: good bo thoughts additional thoughts on your number one I mean, game. What, of the year. what
1: is there to
2: say that hasn't been said? Even chat room is not surprised about this. Everyone listening is probably like, okay, here we go again. Another <laughs> hour about Baldur's Gate 3, you know. But I yeah. think it's done things. Forget like CRPGs, like um, Choices very few Choices Matters games have done. It, it reaches a level of ambition in that regard that it's the top spot, you know, in terms of the rippling effect. How detailed certain things are, um, you know. You can kill off main characters as soon as you meet them, and they're never in your playthrough. Uh, you can betray them later. You can fall in love with them. You can, you can bang a mind flare. Um, you can. <laughs> there's just all kinds of unexpected twists. You can lick twists. a spider,
1: whatever you, know, you want to do. You can lick yeah. a spider. <laughs>
2: yeah, uh, you can just so many surprising things, and so. I think what they did is they they centered, I was reading an interview recently with the team on, I think it was on IGN, about they really wanted the Mind flare. they really wanted to get you on mm-hmm. the Mind flare stuff. They wanted mm-hmm. to make you feel like they were presenting an actual moral and ethical choice and that you had to choose and live with the consequences. And I think they succeeded in putting you in the position of making a big choice like that. And like, it goes beyond role-playing and can kind of go into like, what are your personal, personal ethics? Like whoever takes on uh, the mind flare um, sacrifice towards the end of the game. Like I talk with a lot of people about what choices they made. And I'm like, I'm the only one that I'm like, I'm not going to make my friends do it. I'm not going to make the guy do it. I like, I have a hero complex I've learned. I'm like, I've got to do it, but I lost the love of my life. Lizelle, because I, you know, I'm a gay. She can't do it. I can't go with her. I was super bummed about it. But I'm like, would I've done it differently? And I reloaded a save, and I realized, no, I would have still done it. Like, it's like I, I, I wouldn't have been like, oh shit, I can't be with my girlfriend. Guess I won't save the world. I guess I'll ask someone else to. I'm like, no, I, I did it. Mm. And I was like, that just, I love games that show you things about yourself. And sometimes they're not comfortable or they're not great. But this they really nailed that central. Uh, If you really get into the story, that central decision about how you would go about treating your companions and treating the people around you. And I just thought it was beautifully done, man. And the fact that it was done with rich VO the whole way through, actors that loved what they were doing, that are on social media constantly just... Loving Still the game. Still love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still in um, there promoting it. You know, like Playing there's a the
1: game too. Yeah. Like,
2: it's there's crazy. it's not even just that the mechanics are once in a lifetime, but the actual like troop. And you know, you, there's a lot of T V shows that have cult followings where the actors and creators, you know, have fond memories, talk about it like it's kind of like a a uh, moment in history, lightning in a bottle. I'm sure, like the critical role guys, will be like that. No one's gonna do a d anD D let's play like they do f- forever. You know, these are the these are the good days. You know, like in ten, twenty years when it's all over, they'll be still known for that. Or the Star Trek Next Generation cast. You know, that kind of right. This game has that vibe and has that sauce even around its meta story that you can't help but I think cheer and root it on for what it is. Yeah, you know? nothing else and, really uh, had it quite like that. You know, yeah, as
0: as hard as as hard as the dude from uh from Final Fantasy 16 tries, and he is trying, and it's great. I love the crossover. Yeah. Ben Starr is a star, thumbs up. But it, there's something going. There's special, like you said, special sauce happening with. It's the,
2: just a one. You know, yeah. it's uh your favorite band is like a Led Zeppelin in the, its heyday or something like that. Like just whatever. Special magical thing is going on with a game. It's just beyond even the fact that it's a D and D game or it's a CRPG. Everyone just loves this. Who participate in this project just loves this project, and it shows in the play of it. Yeah. Including, like I said, Raf. I, I think he's underrated. Everyone talks about Astarion. I think Raphael is one of the best things in this game mm. his voice acting is insane his boss fight is super cool and he sings his own boss music and it, i think it's one of the greatest musical pieces in a video game ever i i love when i when I first got into that level the the smile in my soul and face like i've barely been replicated in any games <laughs> i've played i was like they really did this like he's so self-aggrandizing that he's got to sing his own boss music at you, taunting you that you're about to die now. And it's like, oh, it's just, it's so good, man. I love this game to pieces. It's an
0: amazing game. Now, the one thing we didn't do is a little disclaimer before this, and there's been rumblings in the chat. I just want to make this very clear. There's a very good chance that some of these lists would have included things like Super Mario Brothers, Wonder or Tears of the Kingdom, Zelda, uh, Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Very well might have been on this list without question. Uh, for maybe a couple of of us uh, in our top five. But we can't put things on our list that we didn't play. And why we didn't play them is maybe an interesting conversation. I can tell you why I didn't. My Steam Deck just completely took over my portable gaming life, and I didn't touch my yeah. Switch. It just didn't do it. Yeah. So varying reasons. But the point is, we're not. none of this is us shafting them or going, oh, they weren't good. I don't know if they were good. I didn't play them. I'm, I assume they are good.
2: No, I, mean, I, so didn't, I can be a bit of a villain on that front. Like not a big one, but like I I own Breath of the Wild. I've tried playing a few times. I didn't I found it boring. That doesn't make it a bad game. It just means I found it boring. Right. You take from that what you will. It's not insulting it. So I'm like why am I going to play Breath of the Wild if I can't even or Tears of the Kingdom if I can't even play Breath of the Wild? You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just not I, I it made me a different show. At least for me. I mean the other two hosts love love the Zelda games so I love Nintendo. Me. I do.
0: Yeah. yeah. I do love Nintendo. But, this is a weird year for me because normally I am, I'm all about the Nintendo. I love Nintendo. Love them. Like There were some new numbers. I don't know if you saw these, but like all-time PlayStation sales records dwarfed by Nintendo games. Like Nintendo, they often get sha- n- not shafted, but taken out of the conversation and put down a peg when we're talking, oh, the console wars and who's winning, who's doing whatever. The truth is they just steadily kick ass back there with or without us (laughs) singing their praises but this is the year where i do want to go all right scott hook that shit up play rpg uh i was so excited about Advance wars the Advance wars remake what's it called whatever they called it um and and that's out now one plus two Yeah. yeah why am i not doing that
2: I, I should be maybe playing. Maybe we them. need to go on a bit of a Nintendo marathon at some point. You know, maybe we need to make a, an official Core Nintendo week, and all of yeah. us are banned from playing any other games except Nintendo games. Just well, to give. Sadly,
1: I never got Nintendo to Super through. Mario Wonder, but I had access to it. Yeah. Um, I Tears of the Kingdom. I will. I would absolutely play it, but you all know me. I've said it on this show. Even I have to play the first one first. Yeah, and I don't own the first one. It's your deal. So yeah. it is. It is a separate game purchase and playthrough away before I can even get to it. That's just how I'm programmed. I couldn't. There's no way that was going to happen this year. But I did miss Super Mario Wonder. I have no excuse. It's in the other room. Every once in done.
0: a while, we'll we'll film sack on on the show. Film sack. We'll sack a show, or excuse me, a movie that is like the second or third in a series, first, and then go back and do others. And every time we do that, I think of John and how he would hate that. Like, especially if it's a series you hadn't seen. So if it's like, I don't know, Hellraiser, we start with Hellraiser 3 and then work our way back. And every time we I'd do that, I would have to know go, in
1: advance or I'd have to watch a lot of movies prior to, like, time to go. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, that's not
0: them Yeah, it would drive you. I think it would drive you up a They gave me wall. so
1: much extra work for Film sec this week. I got to go watch a bunch of movies.
0: Totally respect that, though. Um, well, anyway, there you have it. Baldur's Gate 3. You are one hell of a game. And everyone should probably play it. It's on every platform now, so you have no excuse except Switch, I guess. Right?
1: Yeah, not on Switch. Yeah, so I don't, don't, think, they, I
0: don't yeah. think they have a plan to, to bring that there. But uh, my daughter's playing it on PC this week. She got it for Christmas. My, uh, I got a bunch of friends are playing it for the first time on their Xboxes and their Playstations and their PCs. It's a great time to be a fan of Baldur's Gate. All right. Before we go today.
3: That's a good question.
0: One of these. We got a quick email. Thought it'd be a fun one to finish out the year. This is from Beef Blast. Whoa. Nice. Yeah, put that in your cheese and melt it. It's gross, right? Yeah. I think uh, well, Bo Beef was
1: blast. drinking one of those earlier when we came back from
0: break. <laughs> he was drinking the Beef Blast? Not the, not the oh. Diet Cock or whatever I called it? <laughs> um, anyway, quick email from them. Uh, they say this. Hello, Scoot, John, and Bo, but spelled like Bow. I guess,
2: yeah, I'm not a bow, I'm a bow, so don't know what I don't know what word that is, but yeah, okay. he
0: called me scoot, so I assume it's all meant to be something, oh, but anyway, it's meant to be cute supposed, because, oh
2: and John has an h,
1: which yeah you was know, meant Jahan,
0: to, yeah, jahan yeah. johan Joe. Jo- 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 Joan. Jo- johan
1: of the New Hampshire, Johans.
0: <laughs> you know the ones um anyway, says this, and notice whenever Scott references Warhammer, he always sounds like he's imitating an aster Asteris? Astartes. Astartes. Whatever. Saying Ezekiel to me. Uh, I do that a lot. I admit it. In episode three ninety seven, Scott says he doesn't do the tabletop stuff and his Warhammer experiences from the books and games, meaning video games. Same for me. Says this. Uh, says Beef Blast. So, uh, what content is he quoting or inspired by when he says that? Uh, Also, I only recently dipped my toes into Warhammer, starting with the Horus Heresy books, which I immediately was addicted to. I am on book eight out of 54, and I may go all the way.
1: Whoa, 54? (laughs) Oh, Jesus. I hope I never get too into Warhammer. Oh, my God. I'm going to be so busy if it happens. Right?
0: There's so much of it. Uh, I read four of those Horus Heresy books, and they're awesome. I really do want to continue on. Will, at some point, they're they're really good. Um, Okay, to answer his question, though, I got it from a video game. Way back in the day, my buddy and Andrew and I would play the 3DO version of Space Hulk. It eventually got ported to, I think, PC and PlayStation. But at the time, it was a big deal because it was a EA game that was exclusive to 3DO. And I bought a 3DO because I was weird. And we played it. And in that game, there was somebody who kept yelling for someone named Ezekiel all the time. So he was constantly going, Ezekiel, to me, or Ezekiel, we must you know um, push on Ezekiel like that kind of talk and for whatever reason it just stuck and that's just my go-to now
2: oh this game is rough looking
0: huh oh yeah way ugly it's like doom but ugly and really slow it's supposed to be kind of a horror game sort of but if you've never played <laughs> I've never played the original Space Hulk uh, not the tabletop Space Hulk but the actual like video game version they made it is we thought it was cool
2: At the time, time, obviously, it was probably really sick, for sure.
0: Yeah, me and my buddy Andrew thought that thing was badass, but in retrospect, it's probably not that great. Uh, But I love the—that's where I got hooked on the talk. That's where I got hooked on that that whole vibe of big, armored-up, holier-than-thou space marines who are just all the god-emperor, this and that, and the holy this. I just love that shit. It was such a weird uh, juxtaposition and having and comparing never... Comparing
2: played- this game to Space Marine 2, it's like such a wild idea. Oh, it's not even... Yeah, it's not even in the yeah. same universe. Like 1993 to 2023, like 30 years of game development. Like, jeez. Yeah,
0: but I just love it. Sorry. They all have a like like biblical names and, and they're all very serious. So self-serious. Something about that just really rang my bell. So that's why. That's where it comes from, Beef Blast. Now I want to ask him... Where did you get beef blast from? Yeah, because that's
2: weird. That's That's a a weird question. Yeah, why do you? Beef is great, but why do you need to be blasted with it? You know what I mean. You know why? (laughs) I do. I was afraid. (laughs) Why? I was afraid John might say that. I don't want to say it. I
1: don't want to say it. It's dirty. It's
2: dirty. It's dirty. Yeah. Oh, but what if it's like a like a great you know way to enjoy beef.
1: Yeah, well it's dirty. It's messy. Have you ever accidentally rubbed up against some beef? Like you have, leaves you have a ba- residue. You, you
2: have badger or Baja Blast all the time. Yeah, I like Baja Blast. Ba- Baja Baja blast. blast.
0: Baja. Badger Blast. Badger. Badger Blast. Yeah. A
2: good old Badger Blast. I you like, drink your Badger Blast there,
1: don't you?
0: I like a Baja Blast Zero and the Taco Bell Cravings
1: Box. Mm. Mm. Scott's hungry.
0: I am hungry. So let's finish the show and then we'll eat.
1: Yeah, let's
0: do it. Uh, real quick here, I want to thank our patrons. We got a bunch of new ones this week and I would like to thank them for joining us just before the end of this year. It is Jeremy Allen, Daddy Fats... Sack, fat sack. Fat sack. Daddy, it's all Daddy fours. It's all fours for the A's. So it's kind of throwing me off. Daddy, fat no, sack. We don't know but...
1: anybody who would ever do something like that. No,
0: no, never. Uh, Steven respect. H- you got H- my respect. Hanji, Hanji, Han, I'm not sure how you say his name. Hajni, Hajni. maybe mahogany. Oh, Hage. mahogany. Yeah, mahogany. That's it. Uh, mahogany. Chris, Chris Bruckner or Breckner. These are a lot of hard names today. And Kindwick. I like Kindwick. That's a little Harry That's Potter like creature.
1: That's like John Wick who got to keep his dog. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Kind John Wick. Kind
0: of. <laughs> I would watch that. Uh, listen, they know now the benefits of getting uh, being a patron because they get no uh, commercials ever and uh, ads and stuff like that. They get cool host content every month. Uh, Bo's working on something for uh, January. Very excited about that. And you'll also get some art in the mail, depending on the level you're on. There's lots of reasons to join. Really none not to. So go check it out and read it yourself at patreon.com slash core show. Any other details to anything else we're doing, how to contact us and so on, you go to uh, frogpants.com slash core. All right? Better than saying diet cock again. Uh, that is it for today's show. Send us your feedback on today's picks. Uh, we'd love to hear it. Talk to the core at gmail.com. And of course, 801 if you'd rather leave a text or a voicemail. Uh, we would love to hear from it for you. We're going to have our first New Year episode next week. All right? Very exciting next thursday and uh the long winter is ahead of us so look forward to all of that we won't have grandma do this list today because it's too big um but i'll
2: i'll put all too big for our, our old lady
0: yeah play. she i mean what do we and want it's also
2: not her. what we played unless it's what we played for the entire year yeah so yeah let's not do that
0: i mean this week it was mostly hogwarts and shapes is what i did anyway um we'll talk more about what we played next week and get into the new year and all that it may offer in terms of video game discussion Thank you all for listening. Thanks for a fantastic year and all your support, your comments, you showing up live, listening later, however it is you consume the show. We're grateful for you uh, in 2023 ways. All right? All right. All right. It's going to do it for us. Thank you all for watching and listening. We'll see you next week with more CORE. Get more at frogpants.com.
3: Listen, guys,
0: I'll never touch your stuff again. I swear. Planning
1: for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft
3: Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing
1: practices.